If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life resistant, high performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high performance sofas and recliners are soft, on trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high performance furniture in store or online at Ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. I feel like if you don't get this, um, we can no longer be friends, and this will be the last episode of three. Okay. Okay. So here we go. <clears throat> no pressure. What the hell is wrong with you people? Every famous nigga that gets arrested is not Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the government conspires to put a lot of innocent black men in jail on fallacious charges, but R. Kelly is not one of those men. What? We all know can sing but what happened to standards what happened to bare minimums you a fan of R. Kelly you want to help R. Kelly well get some counseling for R. Kelly introduce him to some older women hide his camcorder but don't pretend like the man is a hero man shout out to Aaron Raguda and Regina King and stop the damn dancing act like you got some goddamn sense people damn Oh, that's playing around here. <laughs> that's Huey Freeman from Boom, <laughs> and that's Riley's hating dumbass. Hey, you with the afro, <laughs> give it a rest. Beat it. Put the music back on. Man, Aaron McGrew to tell you niggas about yourselves a while ago. Two thousand and five. <laughs> And you know, that exact same episode is still so relevant right now. I watched this very day. This very day. When they was outside Woo. the courthouse and the, the the newsman went and asked that big black lady why she was out there, she was like, well, why are you here to support R. Kelly today? She said, because he good. <laughs> and honestly, that has been like hilarious to me. Niggas. I was in high school. That's literally how y'all act behind R. Kelly's nasty ass. Just, ugh. But yeah, I'm very proud of myself for knowing that. Of course. Of course. Shout out to the Boondocks. So, so good. Well, Still. guys, um, welcome back. I'm Regina King. And I am Jessamine Stanley. This is The Read. In 2019. Yay, Here we, we made are. it. And the world's still on fire. It still sucks and humanity is not real. <laughs> now, this week... Black Excellence. Yes, yes. We're going to start with uh, Barbershop Books. Barbershop Books is an organization that was started by a young brother by the name of Alvin Irby. 
He's a former teacher in 2008, the 2008-2009 school year. He was teaching in the Bronx. He said he was gone. Uh, he was getting his haircut when his students came in mm-hmm. and was sitting down looking kind of antsy. And he said because he knew the child's reading level, he thought to himself, this little boy should be practicing his reading right now before he waits for a, a haircut. Shouldn't all of them shit. Went home, uh, took a note of this idea that he had um, and... Went back to teaching for some years, 2013. He brought this to life. Now, I want to say, first of all, him going home and making a note of his idea, he's already doing better than me. So um, I have ideas and forget them almost immediately. Every day. Every Every single day you can name. Um, So what he did was he started this organization that is called uh, Literacy. Fuck. I lost it. Literacy is a great word, though. What does that say? I got it. Okay. So he started this organization that is called Reading Holiday Project, and Barbershop Books is one of the programs. What they did was they reached out to young boys ages four and eight and took book recommendations. And from there, he bought the books in bulk. So mm-hmm. you get that discount. Right? Yep, yep, Teachers yep, be doing, yep, you know, and do. stuff. And then, as of the time that this was posted on Because of Them We Can, who he spoke to, uh, they said he had barbershop books present in 120 barbershops. What? In 37 cities. And his goal over the next three to five years is to have barbershop books in 800 barbershops in predominantly black locations and shops and things of that nature. There's also uh, a note here about them having literacy training for the barbers, not necessarily for them to tutor the kids, but just for them to help cultivate their, like, love of, of reading and literacy and learning and things. Things like that. So to help the barbers learn to love to read, or for the barbers, the barbers to, help the, to help the kids, it could go both ways. I mean, you never, <laughs> you really know. never know. Anybody who needs help, yes, okay? Amen. Well, I love this. I mean, and especially coming from the Bronx and and seeing the need right there in his community, and then actually doing something about it, like the follow through. And it's just such like, who can be mad at kids reading more books? Right. Absolutely. That's great. Um, and also, I want to just. Make a couple more uh, nons to some black excellence slash just good news. Okay. I mean, let's just, you know. Yeah, let's, King, let's get as much good news. Speaking your of. Your girl. Your girl. She I was herself. just watching 227 the other day. <laughs> thinking, damn, Regina King has been on TV for fucking ever and is still killing it. What an acting beast. God, I love her. What a. What a <sighs> give her all of get, her things. Give her her things. Yes. Collect your things, Do Regina. It. <laughs> Absolutely. So she won um, Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture for If Bill Street Could Talk. And, well, well-deserved. She accepted her award in a sickening dress um, and uh, also said that she was going to uh, challenge herself and her peers on her future productions to uh, hire 50% women in all of the things that she produces and does in the future. And she was challenging her peers to do the same thing with right. their stuff. Um, so all in all, I love seeing black people get great things. Um, one of the directors from one of my favorite uh, animated films of last year and probably ever, Peter Ramsey. Uh, he was co-director of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That was so good. Did you see it? I went and saw it. I was going to say, bitch, if you haven't seen it, I think you I might went like and it. Saw it. I went and saw several movies uh, over the holidays, and that was one, and I really enjoyed it. Did you? A lot. I really, really liked it. Me too, girl. I thought it was just, I mean, obviously I'm already a Marvel Spider-Man nerd and stuff. The but... twist with his uncle, I was like, oh shit, bitch. I didn't see that shit coming. Some people might not have seen it. Well, I didn't say what the twist was. Oh, well, I guess. I mean, 
mean, it's been out for a while. If you want to see Spider-Man, you have seen it. But yeah, great movie. Even if you don't like do animated films or whatever. Or comic books, because I don't. Yeah. I don't do that. But it's it's such a great like Oh, I guess I won't call it like an entry into it, but it's just like you don't have to have any knowledge of Spider-Man or comics or anything in order for this to be a fun movie. And I love how they very clearly like people who know of Miles Morales know that he's Afro-Latino. He's from New York City and stuff like that. But uh-huh. I loved how authentically Afro-Latino this kid was yes. like the moments where he spoke Spanish and like his mama, <laughs> his like Chance the Rapper poster and his whole love of like tagging and yeah. hip hop and still being a nerd. Like, oh, it was just so good. I didn't know he was from Brooklyn. I thought he was from the Bronx like Peter Parker. I did too. But, in the well, I mean, in the movie he was from Brooklyn. Well, I, don't I don't know think if they that, just did that to do it or what. But. I don't think that Peter's from the Bronx. Oh, he's not? I don't think so. Why did I, oh, who am I thinking of? The um, one that grew up with is Annie. Well, Peter did grow up with Zombie. Oh, I thought that was the Bronx. No, no. Oh, okay. Well, I thought that. Oh, um, maybe it was Queens. Yeah. Okay, from Queens. It's Queens. Yeah. All right. But I thought, I thought that that Miles was originally from the Bronx or Harlem for some reason. So when they said Brooklyn, I was like, oh, I guess I don't know shit about Spider-Man. But either way, great film. I really enjoyed it. The Loved little, it so much. The little Asian Spider-Man was my favorite. Did you the like The little girl Penny? with her. She was Penny so Parker cute. With her little, oh. I, I knew about her. all of them except that one. Like, I was already familiar, obviously, with oh, Miles. Oh, those and the are all one. real Spider-Man. Yeah, they all have, like, comics and, and stuff. The pig, too? Mm-hmm, Spider-Ham. Wow. I thought they just did that for the movie. I don't know who thought of it, but <laughs> Spider-Man existed long before that movie. It was so I thought really it was, good. Yeah, I it really so enjoyed well it a lot. Um, but yes, after standing for the film, Peter Ramsey was one of the co-directors. He won a Golden Globe for that because it won Best Animated Film. Oh, good. Um, oh, good. Alongside like Incredibles 2 and Ralph. <gasps> Incredibles 2 was so good. And it lost. Wow. To the Black to Spider-Man. To the Afro-Dominican. <laughs> yes. And reparations. I also read on Because of Them We Can, one of my favorite websites ever, that he was also the first Black director of an, an a major animated film ever when he directed Rise of the Guardians by DreamWorks. And I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. You know, I don't know I how haven't. many people did. Mm-hmm. But it was this movie that DreamWorks did that was about, like, Jack Frost and a whole bunch of other mythical kids. Like, it was him... And the Easter Bunny and Two Fairy and the Sandman and some other mm. niggas like that. And they were like superheroes and they fought like okay. shadows. Yeah, I no, know. I didn't see that. Some shit. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep. But it okay. was like cute. All right. So that's nice. <laughs> that is great. Um, what else did I want to mention? Centoya uh, Brown is being. <sighs> Man. I mean, why is she broke until, down in September? Yeah, she has to wait, I think. Till August, till she actually gets okay. out, and I don't know why that I'm, is, I'm especially confused. since it's been 15 years of her being locked up for no good ass reason. But I am so glad to hear that the smallest sliver of not even justice, but just what this woman, what should have always been available to her, is finally coming her way. It's crazy. I'm just so glad to hear, it. and it's a damn shame that we have to celebrate like this. But it's a big ass deal for her to be out of prison. It means it just, a lot. It's a big deal, yeah. for her to be getting out of jail, and I'm so happy for her and her family. And I just want to thank everybody who did the organizing, like. All the news stories I've read about it are like, yeah, you know, the big push online, everybody talking about this on the Internet for the past couple of years has definitely helped. But, you know, there have been people trying to advocate for Centoya for years and years and years mm-hmm. and years. Yeah. And it's like 
that's what has to be done. Like the whole system needs an overhaul, but I am so happy to hear this. Yeah. Praise God. Um, more Centoy is getting out yes. and more R. Kelly's getting in. That's how it should be going. <laughs> <laughs> we got it wrong here, <laughs> but we need to start reversing shit. Um, and also, I just want to give a quick uh, mention to uh, that new little trailer that just came out today. <laughs> so I get to watch Marseille Martin and Issa Rae and Regina Hall all in the same movie together. I almost felt like they dropped that trailer just for me. I like, did. Today, I was like, y'all did this. They they dropped the short one on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then I saw the longer one, too, the one that's like mm-hmm. two and a half minutes. And nigga, when I tell you I was screaming, I cannot wait to see funny. Issa and Marseille going back and forth. They're so good. <laughs> I cannot wait. They're so good. And she is just so talented. Like, Marseille Martin, I've been telling y'all for years, but keep your eye on that little girl, because she has got a knack for it. moment that I saw that young angel. Woo. I was just like, <laughs> I, when I, I don't even remember what part of season one it was, but she hit a look. It wasn't the, the yeah, it wasn't hands the, on the, the how chest dare you, right? Yeah, it wasn't that moment. I, I was already blessed by then. But, but she has a lot. She, they've just got really great comedic timing. Mm-hmm. Her, Miles, like, they're just funny. They are. But I can't wait to see this. Congratulations, Marseille, Issa, everybody over there on this film. I know y'all worked very hard on it, and it looks like it's going to be a I will I'm be going there. the day it comes Opening out. night, girl. I will be there with fucking bells on. I can't wait to see this. Well... Hallelujah. Such good news. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time. All in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. 
But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, so this week we're back at it with the topics. Mm-hmm. Hot um, tops. This is a segment that is called Hot Tops. Roll of Thunder. <laughs> Hear me bottom. Uh, so much to unpack. So much to unpack. I honestly cannot. <laughs> Where to begin? Okay, so it's y'all, been a, it's been a messy couple of weeks. We've been away for a while, um, but we're back with the little Kim quote, and y'all have just been dealing with a lot mm-hmm. since you know before the holidays or whenever we kicked rocks, you know. <laughs> so I don't even know where to. Just wherever, wherever the begin. wherever the spirit guides you. I will start with um I will start with this feeling and this isn't this is less of a hot topic and more of a, a personal opinion and request from me. Please stop creating uh bird box memes. I'm tired of it. It was funny for maybe two weeks. That's generous. The, I, and look, and I consider two weeks because I know some people took a while to watch it. Maybe mm-hmm. you watched it the week after it came out and you felt like sharing some memes too. We are fully here in the middle of January now. I would like to, uh, I would like y'all to begin to acknowledge that Bird Box was not a very good film. And I would like for y'all to stop recycling the same ass strokes and same ass memes that y'all used for the film It for this movie. It's not like, I'm so tired. Okay. When I saw one meme of some nigga who had like a toddler with a blindfold on his face and walk the baby into a wall. I don't even remember who posted that on what? Instagram. Oh my god! Like it was like they were trying to you know do the whole meme of Sandra Bullock and trying to take these kids or whatever. But like I want to say intentionally had these blindfolded kids and one of the babies just like walked into the wall. I guess that was supposed to be the joke. I'm like nigga, are you stupid? Are y'all traumatizing y'all's kids for likes? For what? <laughs> oh my god! Now I still have not seen Bird Box because it you, don't look it's like it's for, for me, it right? See, thank you so much no, for it. I knew it wasn't. I knew. It fucking was not. And I don't care if Trevante is in it being fine. Yes. Does... <laughs> he that he does. I know that. So all I've ever seen is Sandra Bullock with like this dirty rag tied around her eyes. I just keep seeing that over and over. Why <laughs> the rag's dirty? But, like, I, what, what? Like, but I don't get it. I don't know what it's about. And so I just see those memes and keep right on scrolling. I'm not looking at that. So I want to say as a fan of like horror movies, thrillers, all of that dark, weird shit. Um... I was down with the concept or whatever. And then you add in Trevante and I'm like, sign me the fuck up. Um, It's not even that it's bad. It's just like a million movies I've already seen. Like I've every post-apocalyptic supernatural Mm. film, anything that ends in of the dead, any the happening, a quiet place. Oh, see, no, I'm not looking. The mist. No, 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 no. It just reminded me like a lot of. I just, anyways. Um, it felt to me like somebody really liked, um, like Lovecraftian monsters, and said, "Let's just make a really basic modern day script about it, and put it in a bunch of niggas and watch them die." I don't know, whatever. Like, but what I will say, 
is that the cast did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Sandra Bullock, you've got Trevante, he did I really love great. Bullock. Uh, John Malkovich was great. B.D. Wong was great. Uh, Sarah oh. Paulson was great. Wow, there are all these people I like in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it was actually a really great cast. I want to say that's probably where they spent most of the budget. But I keep reviewing no the, re- the reviews are all like, I don't like this movie. <laughs> it wasn't very, I mean, like if you, if it's not, if, it, if that type of movie is not your thing, then maybe you might get some entertainment out of it because I can't imagine how many films you would have seen that are similar to that. But I mean, literally in the same year, we watched uh, Jim Halpert and his wife in real life play a couple that couldn't make noise or the monsters would kill them. Oh. This is just, you can't look or the Got monsters it. will kill you. Okay. So that's what it is. If you take the blindfold off, then the monsters will eat you or whatever. Not even that they'll eat you. You take the blindfold off and these entities that we never quite see will cause you to see something that will fill you with sorrow or pain or fear and then you commit suicide. Oh my god. So the monsters don't even kill you. You kill yourself because I guess they just uh, I don't know forced you to read Rachel Dolezal book or whatever. See, just I don't need them kind of spirits head. in my house. I and don't need like, it. There was just so many things in that film that was, it's, you know what? It's the kind of movie where it's like you know the movie you watch and you're like and this is going to happen. And then she about to do this. Mm-hmm. It, like super predictable. Okay. It was like that. And I felt like there were ways that they could have. Th- there were. I think they could have just done like, OK, instead of that bitch who was pregnant, who let the nigga in. That obviously was a terrible idea. And we all knew what was going to happen after she did that. It, I felt like it would have been more interesting if she had secretly been a possessed psycho or whatever. And then she tried to kill her own baby or whatever. And like, why did little Rail have to die? Why did he have to die? Yeah. I thought he did a great job <laughs> as the like nerdy. They could have easily made him like the, oh no, she better don't. You know, like they could have made him like a stereotypical yeah, nigga. Yeah. Like whatever or something more like his get out character. Mm-hmm. I like that he was like a nerd that like wrote fan fiction or whatever and I thought that he played that role really well but the way that he died I thought was stupid. I also felt like Trevante didn't need to die not just because I like Trevante but there was just decisions that characters made or things that were done that didn't make any sense and it was clearly written just to keep the plot going on. Well how come the niggas got to die? <laughs> well in in fairness there were two niggas in the film. Oh alright. So like 12 people at a time. Got and, it. And yeah they both ate dirt. And honestly if it wasn't for Trevante being fine and Sandra Bullock I guess wanting him to be her love interest he probably would have died sooner too. Thankfully. Well, all right. You know, I just did edit, whatever. Watch I mean, I wasn't going, like, I wasn't going to look at it no way, but people have been going nuts about it. Netflix and chill movie. That is the time when mm. I watched this, when I watched the movie, I was like, see, now if I had dick in my life, this Got is you. where we would be having sex okay. and I wouldn't be watching. I'll save it for it. next week. Then. It's fully like at two starts <laughs> penetration. Like that's <laughs> like, we're going to start looking at this, but we're not going to finish looking at this. Absolutely. That's the type of film that bird box is to me. Okay, great. But the cast did a great job. With what now I will given. remember that. Thank you. Now, if we want to talk about horror thrillers that is on the horizon that I can't wait for. Jordan Peele. Oh, uh-uh. No, no. I will no. be oh, oh, at no, bitch. us. Oh, no, bitch. Day I one. sure will not. <laughs> I cannot no. fucking wait. No, you can put Lupita and Winston Duke and whatever you want to. Fucking movie. I will be damned. I sure won't. I Who wants a free ticket to that movie? Because I'm buying one so and I'm not going. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Woo! 
Boy, Jordan Peele done seen some shit, my nigga. I don't know what that <laughs> motherfucker been through, but I love it. Same, bruh. Mm-hmm. That movie... No. Now, listen, the beautiful mm-hmm. thing about this, for me, is that we knew about it for... We've known about it for a while. He announced it. He put out, like, the, the poster for it. We knew who was sort of in the movie for a minute, but there was no discussion about what was it, what it was about. Right. Even when we knew, like, when they were like, hey, the trailer's gonna come out on Christmas or whenever. Still, like, I don't think that people really knew what it was about. We knew that it was, had something to do with scissors. Yeah, and a We didn't have any idea. So I didn't know what to expect. I just knew that Lupita was in a horror movie. That's enough. Winston Duke is in a horror movie. That's enough. Mm-hmm. Like, and I loved Get Out. That's enough. Me too. They started this motherfucking trailer with uh, I Got Five on it. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, okay. So this is the part where, you know, like everything's fine. And then they will lead into when things get dark, which obviously they did. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that I Got Five on it is such a sinister, horrifying song. <laughs> like it, it wouldn't be if Jordan Peele had left it the hell alone. True. <laughs> and it's now officially a Halloween Right. Anthem. Every time I hear I Got Five on it from now on, I'm going to be like, yo, double check the locks. Absolutely. You <laughs> Make sure, sure all these the windows and shit are closed. I get scared very easily. <sighs> And wait. so I just don't think it's going to be for me, you guys. I don't. Because Get Out scared the shit. I had nightmares. Yeah, if Get Looking Out scared get you, out. girl, I get right. it. I understand. So, this mm-mm. looks like it's actually going to be quite frightening. It does. Whereas Get Out, to me, was more fun. Like, it was. It had d- lots of creepy moments, absolutely. But it fun. was like a fun... Yeah, it was like a fun thriller. Oh, this no. looks like it's going to be a scary movie. I had zero fun at Get Out. My anxiety really? was through the roof for the entire movie I wanted to piss myself and but jump literally out of had my humor skin. in it like funny shit on top mm. of the fact that I just felt like it was a thrill ride mm. I had a blast I've seen Get Out so many times when uh, when he was like babe the keys and she held him up and she was like you know I can't give these to you babe that's when I was like oh no I want I this movie to be over right now a chill going down yes. my back in I that was like, particular oh no, moment mommy mommy <laughs> And I kind of had felt like she was, like, from the time I had seen the trailer, I felt like she was going to be in, like, something was wrong with her. Yeah. Because I remember in the trailer, there was a shot where you see her, the chick from Girls, with a shotgun in her hand. Right. And so I'm like, who the fuck she? So I kind of was side-eyeing her from the beginning, but mm-hmm. just the way that that scene was done. Yeah. And, ugh. Anyways. I mean, I didn't trust her anyway, because white woman, but... So I knew <laughs> it was going to happen, but yeah. when she dangled him in his face, I was like, you know I can't give you these, right? I was just like, bitch. So this shit? Send me home. <laughs> I can't look at this. No. First of all, Lupita, we all know, is a gorgeous beauty. Bone structure, skin, It just don't face, make no sense. Everything. She... She portrays horror in the seconds that I've seen in this film so well. Yeah. First of all, we got the get the get out face that Daniel gave us in the oh, first film yes, with yes, the tears. Yes. We got her doing that. Oh no! When the I think they're called the untethered. These if you haven't seen the trailer, bitch, just turn this off and go watch it. <laughs> but but mute it when they initially like come into the house and there's this shot where Lupita like has. The un, the demon Lupita, whatever. Right. But she has like her hand and her face, her head in her hands, and she like does this little motion with her fingers. Mm-hmm. She just does it's scary horror <laughs> so well. 
work loop. No, I, <laughs> I was frightened watching that trailer in the middle of the day. So I said, guess where I will I'm not so be. I cannot I, look at that movie. And we still have like no idea. Like I I I have like a million theories. I'm I promise you, I watched that trailer at least 30 times on Christmas. Well, he said it has nothing to do with race. Yeah. It's about how we're our own worst enemies or something like that. It seems like they're gonna deal, they're gonna dive into, you know. Which makes sense since it's like a family that looks exactly like their family. Right. My theory, if you want to hear it. I do. I would love to because I'm not looking at the movie. Because a lot of people are are worried that it's about to be some, oh, well, somebody's just crazy and it's all a dream, which would feel cheap to me. I'm going to have a good time regardless because this is a black-ass family, Mm -hmm. a chocolate-ass black-ass family. Yes, no random light-skinned people in the family, just four regular brown dark skin look people. like they're related just a regular just a regular family <laughs> two niggas that made two kids just no random mixed girl in here just <laughs> four black people <laughs> that shouldn't be so groundbreaking were you like what it's just four brown people really the lighting on the dark skin also does a lot. The shot where whom I'm assuming is a young Lupita is like looking in a mirror or reflection and the reflection grabs her. Oh, see. Like that blue lighting and her what? out on the nighttime in Chalet. the beach. I cannot wait to see this fucking nah, music movie. So my theory is that like I think it's actually going to have some sort of a supernatural element. My hope is that these clones, doppelgangers, whatever you want to call them, actually exist. And I'm think I'm hoping that it's some sort of a supernatural because he Jordan referred to it as a monster he said that he wanted to make like his own monster movie so i'm thinking that lupita when she was a kid created some sort of a monstrous supernatural enemy or entity that has been tethered to her since her childhood and now she's gone back to her childhood home and this tethered entity is trying to untether itself from her and her family by killing them thus the scissors that is my guess i don't think it's gonna be as simple as oh what a bitch just crazy and who do you what do you know well i don't know enough about it to even formulate what might happen i I know as much as you i could barely get through that trailer i was so frightened i watched it a million Uh times no 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 scary things no. I love scary movies and scary books. I don't like haunted houses and I don't like scary games. I'll watch you play a scary game. I won't play it myself. What's a scary game? You know, like I don't know, Resident Evil, Silent Hill. Oh, video games. Like video oh, games. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like a scary version of Monopoly or something. Like, they have that? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You just have one white person dress up like Trump and play it with you. Oh, God. Oh, God. Trump is the banker. So. Oh, God. Okay, no, let's not do this. Let's not do this. Shortening the story. Right. I can't wait to see us. I'm going the the day that it comes out. <sighs> the day that it comes out. Mm-mm. Can't. I'll be sponsoring somebody's ticket that day. Wait. <laughs> it looks... Nope. All right. So, B2K... <laughs> Don't do this. Is this about Chris Stokes? Oh, no. Oh, okay. I could thought because of the R. Kelly stuff, maybe everybody's shit was going to come to light. But... Oh, yeah. They've been dragging Chris. Well. <laughs> He's back to denying previous oh, claims, okay. of course. Of course he is. Um, But, yeah, B2K had officially announced, I think, late last year that they're going on tour together. Um, Something that was a love and hip-hop storyline for a taste. Um, And it looked like it wasn't going to happen. 
Well, now it is. They're doing promo and all. It's called the Millennium Tour. It will feature B2K live and adult, as well as Mario Lloyd, Chingy, <laughs> Bobby V, Ying Yang Twins, oh, no. Pretty Ricky, oh. and None for Bow Wow Wieners. <laughs> this is too many eggs. <laughs> right? Like, I guess everybody's going to get like two songs. I mean, but this is going to drive up the price of tickets. Is it? Because have you heard of all the things that have happened since? No, okay, no, I have not. But I would think should be with on that, Groupon by now. The, <laughs> the problem with having that many names, like, first of all, I recognize all of those artists. Oh, I know what you're going to say. And so everybody has to get paid. Right. And so well, yeah. you would think, I mean, and some of these are groups, so it's like three, four people yeah. per act Pretty need Ricky's to get paid. four niggas, Yang Yang Twins is two niggas, this is, is four niggas. Right, like, this is, that's a lot of money to go around, and, you know, niggas is spending $40, $50 max on tickets, so. And, like, did all of these niggas really need to be there? I mean, Chingy, really? Who asked for, no Shay, but who asked for Chingy? Right, third? <laughs> I can't, I don't even know about Bobby Valentino's. Wait, no, no. Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> what is that song? Oh, that's a little way. The fact so. that the first thing that came out of your mind was wee, wee, wee. <laughs> I was about to think of a, I was about to do Anonymous. Oh, I don't know. Anonymous that, but... and wee, those are the <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Anonymous. <laughs> I know Anonymous. We're gonna be Anonymous. I wanna know. I gotta know your name, your name, your name. Is this like We're dating online? Anonymous. <laughs> What is this about? Probably. Okay. <laughs> well, Maybe it's yeah, not Bobby Valentino did not need an invite either. But I'm just happy to hear that all these people are living. Because right. I wouldn't have known it's otherwise. Kind of no shade. As so, well. That's nice. Um, well, since the announcement of the tour, some interesting things have happened. Um, Monice Slaughter, which I still love that that's her last name, uh, let it slip. More than likely on purpose, so I guess it didn't slip. On Instagram, uh, she posted a picture of what fans believed to be her hand intertwined with her child's father's hand, her child father being a little fizz, for those of y'all who didn't know. Um, and she cleared it up by saying it was not her baby daddy, but he had, in fact, been in Chicago at that time with April and the kids. April Omarion's baby is mama. Omarion's baby mama, who she has two children with, I believe. Um, so she kind of outed them as, I guess, supposed to be fucking or dating or what? something like that. Yeah, fizzing. No and way. It ain't no way. They were together for the holidays. Um, they do look very close, but I have not seen anything from either of them claiming to be anything more. They say they're best friends. Wait, so April and Omarion, they broke up? Oh, yeah, they've been. Okay, I didn't know that. Ages ago. I think the nigga went to Africa. I think he was trying to be an Afro beats artist or some shit. I don't know. Father God. Okay. (laughs) Some shit. And then, um, yeah, but they have not, they haven't been together for a while. There hasn't been a lot of dragging. Well, I can't even say that confidently because I pay little to no attention to these people, right? But they don't seem to be on like good terms. But like, oh, Marion did an interview with, uh, uh, Rocky, Rocky Ransom, TMZ, and I think that she asked him about it, and he said something about like he basically said that he's gonna have he's gonna respect her, he's not gonna badmouth her or whatever because at the end of the day that's his baby mama, and that she could do whatever she wants with whoever she wants because she's grown. I mean, true, but I'm just surprised that of all people, it sounds like a relationship Mona put together, honestly. Doesn't it? Because why would little 
not Lil Raz. What's his name? Razby. Why would he? Little Raz. You know what I meant? Yes, why would <laughs> Of all the girls in LA, why Omarion's baby mama? You know, it just sounds constructed. Lil Fizz is a nigga. And this Lil reminds Fizz. me of. Oh, what's his name? His real name's Drew. Drew. <laughs> and um, every light skinned nigga named Drew is a mess. <laughs> he had um, I want to say in the last season of of their hip hop Hollywood. Yeah. Um, there was a whole storyline where Fizz was sleeping with. You remember Monice had a, a white stud. Yes. She was dating that white stud. Do remember? And then the white stud had a homegirl, a mm-hmm. black friend that she that claimed to be straight. Yes, and the black friend and Monice didn't get along. They hated each other. Yes. Guts and all. Right. They could not stand the sight of each other. Lo and behold, the next season comes along, and Fizz is in the house with this bitch in lingerie. Right. And the, yeah, we're fucking friend. each other. Yeah. And I think now they're on marriage boot camp together. Yeah, see. They're not even married. Y'all, right. And I don't think most of the couples on marriage boot camp are not married. Oh, yeah, Y'all just true. go on this show. Yeah. It's like a love and hip hop edition of yeah. marriage boot camp. Yeah. It's like a, yeah. And y'all just go for the check, which is fine, except I'm not interested in even y'all's fake relationships. At- so, oh. but, but I Rev, say that to say that, yes, like uh, that, that man could get pussy quite easily. Yeah. I'm certain. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, why did He's you? Nobody's ugly. Why did you decide to fuck this girl that you know? Like y'all were at the reunion together when they were cussing each other out. Like, you know, your baby mama hates this girl. Why fuck her? Right. So after seeing that, it wouldn't shock me if he mm-hmm. was to fuck this girl because it doesn't seem like that's the type of shit you discernment. Do. Yeah, he ain't got it. Foresight. It doesn't seem to be there. And so. I wanted to believe that it was all reality TV mess. But maybe you just really like fucking just the wrong, absolute wrong choices. In women. I don't really know. Some niggas don't even know the word temptation is a word. (laughs) They just... (laughs) But I would have thought that Rasby and Omarion were better... Little Fizz! Sorry, I don't know why I keep mixing them up. Okay, sis. I don't know why. Nobody's gonna fault you for this. Don't even know what Rasby looks like. But I would have thought they were friends. Oh, God damn it. Because Chris is what, his cousin His cousin or something, yes. Oh, God. Anyway, this is all just a big ass mess. And when you said that things were falling apart, I thought you meant because of the R. Kelly thing. I didn't even know about this. Oh yeah, whole... I was getting to that part next. I didn't even know about the rest of this. Him sleeping with his baby mama and all this. Allegedly. Like Mike, right? Allegedly, but still, what the fuck? Yeah. But then the fact that Monice is the one who posted it or let it slip <laughs> leads me to further believe that Mona got her hand in this whole relationship. Do you know that Monice and and April? We're arguing about this on Instagram Live. Of course And not on separate lives. Not on separate lives. Oh, no. They joined- you know how on Instagram oh now, my God. you can join somebody else's yes. live and then they split screen it? Yes. They were in each the same live. These women <laughs> were fussing at each other oh. on Instagram Live with live comments. Girl. You can FaceTime each other. What? Right. Doing it on Instagram is doing it for an audience, which Why? again, Mona, like I have to believe that y'all went through contract negotiations and was like, everything on Instagram is going to be an extra $2,500. Like, I'm not going to argue with you about it, Mona, because otherwise, why would you do this? Do you know that your kids' dads are going to work? <laughs> y'all not going to work. Uh-uh. Y'all not going to work. Neither one of y'all is about to go get a job. I'm not even sure if April was on the last season of that show. If she was, she had to have been like No, they they stopped of. filming, yeah. 
So, April and Omarion stopped a couple of years ago, I think. I'm pretty sure he stopped before she did, but I don't mm. think that she's. I'm. I'm pretty sure she wasn't on the last season of that show. But Lord knows, I watch it sparingly. Right. Same. Um. But yeah, it's like, sis, why not? I'm not gonna. I'm not going to argue with somebody that I am associated with on Instagram. I'm. I'm simply not going to do it. I'm. So, I just will not. Bitch. I don't get it. We bro. can either argue over the phone privately or in person privately, but I will not go back and forth with you on fucking Instagram. Why? <laughs> so you that your followers can participate and be in it. Like for what though? Yeah, it's just not for me. But I don't sell my life for reality TV either. So. You bring up the R. Kelly thing. Omarion has apparently vowed to not perform any songs that R. Kelly wrote or produced on this upcoming tour. So that means that if you bought tickets or if you intend to go, keep in mind you won't be hearing things like uh, Bump, Bump, Bump mm-hmm. or What a Girl Wants or a few other uh, popular Some of their BCK biggest songs. hits, yeah, right. Some of their biggest songs. Yeah. Because Omarion says that he's not performing it. And I don't know if that's a vow he took himself. If they're going to do the Jeremiah shadowy... <laughs> You know, if they're going to do us and have a doppelganger oh, up there. Oh, man. <laughs> doppelganger. <laughs> which, oddly saying. enough, makes me think of the word Duffy, which is like Jamaican patois for ghost. Oh, ghost okay. Or I whatever. didn't know that. that. was something I guess you can Yeah, I'll take file to... that away for the next time I have a random piece of trivia that I need to know. <laughs> sure. So, you know, um, I'm not going. I... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, lordy. I saw Jay Book was in the gym. Uh, doing his crunches and things like that. That's the one I can't never remember. Now, who is that? The finest one. Is he? Yeah. Still today? Oh, yeah. To me. I mean, people have their, people have opinions. Oh, he got a grown man body. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Because I thought to myself, funny enough, I thought to myself, like, before I came into the studio, I was like, the least that these niggas could do is, like, go and do some crunches and stuff so they could show us some abs. You know, like, give the girl some abs. This boy is 33. Yeah, they're adults. They're all grown. Oh, my God. Why did I always think B2K was such, like, they were a bunch of little boys? I mean, that was a long time ago. God damn, I guess it was. (laughs) This nigga got three kids. Yeah. They're all parents. Uh, I don't know if Rasby has kids. I thought they were... I don't know. I just thought they were all born in the 90s. I was wrong, I guess. Mm -hmm. No. Because they were like teenagers when they were popping and stuff, but that was like probably 15 years ago. They met in 98. So, yeah. All right. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, right. The, uh, the least these things could do was some fucking pull ups and shit. You know, <laughs> try and get the, the least you could do is get the, the sex appeal right. back on par and stuff like that. Because, like, unlike Pretty Ricky, B2K was, is, was mostly working with good looking guys. Yeah. True. You know? That is facts. So Pretty Ricky ain't never been nothing to look at, but B2K always been fine. I'm feeling like nigga, at least I'll do that. I went to this nigga's page and he was sure enough in the gym doing some sit-ups, crunches, boxing and stuff. I was like, you know what? J-Book is taking this check seriously. I I really was too old for these little boys when they first came out, but you're right. J-Book is light years finer than these other three. God damn. This don't make no (laughs) sense. (laughs) IMO. I am a. I don't really see the point. I'll be real about the R. Kelly thing. I don't see the point in not performing any of the songs R. Kelly wrote at the show, if only because that's what your audience is going to to hear, and it's not like R. Kelly is being paid off of that performance. Yeah, it's not like a stream, I guess. Right. It's not like y'all have to pay him for that. And then also, I thought I thought the quote was that. 
this tour is going to be the last time you hear these R. Kelly songs and then we're not performing them no more. Like, that's what I thought he said, as opposed to I'm just not going to do them at all. But to be honest with you, I feel indifferent about that particular thing. Like, I guess I, I, I understand why he's doing it and I appreciate that. I don't think that I would have faulted them if they did perform them. But Yeah, I'm not mad at the refute. Don't get me wrong. I'm absolutely not mad at the I don't want to do no right. R. Kelly's. Not at all. It just kind of seems like you really only shooting yourself. That's in the what foot. I was going to say. It seems like Whereas, you're making it hard for you. I want the people giving R. Kelly more money to stop yeah. i want y'all to stop streaming his shit stop buying it stop going to his shows stop merch i don't know if he got a GoFundMe. stop giving to that like i does. want y'all to stop giving r kelly money period probably got some ghost GoFundMes. Woo, man so but whatever y'all want if you I'm do not going end up going show. let I'm me know going. i'm sure that i'm matter of fact never mind forget i even said that it's gonna show up all over instagram they have like 25 dates between i want to say march 8th and like the end of april so Damn. More than likely expect to see clips of it somewhere on the Explore page. That's a lot of shows in just a month, though. Y'all better get this money. That's a lot of shows. Woo, shit. Look. Y'all performing every night. was like, look, we're going to get this money and then I don't ever want to see these fucking niggas (laughs) ever again in my life. Fuck y'all. I mean, if you play it right, this could be enough money for the year. Escape did it. Escape did it. Escape did it. (laughs) Escape. They did it. (laughs) <laughs> Candy was walking completely sad. They'll walk off the stage. Candy is in the parking lot. Like, hate girl, them. I am not part of this fucking group. I hate them. Um, so, uh, real quick, Tony Braxton is single again. Okay. She can breathe again. And uh, I don't know why. Why did just, you do that? I, just, I should have started why did you it. If do I was going to do it, I should have just began with you. it. Oh, that was horrible. Anyways, um... So Tony Braxton deleted a whole bunch of shit from her Instagram and then she posted a picture of herself looking beautiful and then the caption said something like starting a new chapter, don't be afraid to choose choose to be chosen or something like that. Very cryptic and I'm single now. Okay. Uh, Birdman, on the other hand, just decided to post on his Insta story uh, the words, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so like girl guy. <laughs> like, right. It's just so... I don't have no cute paragraph for this. I don't have nothing loving to say, bitch. We don't go together no more. That's I'm fine it. with that. Yeah. You know, I, I actually do pay attention to Tony Braxton. I look in her way. You yeah. know, I look in her direction. Same. So if I can look at Tony Braxton or in her direction and not see Birdman, even better. Win for me. Yes. You know, like I'm all for it. Um, unfortunately, some news about tax debt came out like right after this as well. So he didn't break that debt. Well, I mean, but, you know, taxes have never been Tony's strong suit. Yeah. She's never really gotten that all the way together. But she's looking at like 500 or close to 500,000 dollars mm-hmm. like in federal and California, federal and states. Like, OK, together. shut me the hell up, because I ain't know Tony Braxton was still making that kind of money to be paying them kind of taxes. <sighs> Did not know that. I don't know. This is back Texas, so I don't know. <laughs> OK, it's not just like, oh, this is what you owe us so for last still, year. Still. All right. No, no, no. <laughs> Got this you. Is, we, we want our money. Yeah. No, we need full that. stop. We like need our money. Yeah. yeah. No, they, they don't play about that. And it's very much looking like it's at the point where they're saying, Girl. Tony, so let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Spanish guitar. But, but. However, sis, we're at a point now where. We will take your things. You're just going to have to run us our fucking. And we've done this before. Yeah. So don't make us do it again. <laughs> Yikes. Remember when Oprah asked her, did she need, what was it, Gucci? It was like Hermes plates yes. and Gucci. But do you need it? Flatware and stuff. She's like, I'm Oprah and I don't have Gucci plates. 
And I feel like if I was so there, I would have picked my face up and went right the fuck on home. Oh my home. god. Oprah, give us one more season. Just give us Oprah one. Oprah said, bitch, more if I can season. go down to the Target and get me a box of ceramic plates. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I surely don't know why you think you're hot shit, girl. <laughs> my nigga, did you see Oprah? Um, did you see her harvest? No. I haven't seen her latest. Harvest. I want to say it was like O Magazine or somebody like posted a clip on the, on Instagram or whatever, but it was her with like a tray full of like vegetables of from course. her garden, yeah, her, her enchanted trough. forest. Right. This heifer got the biggest goddamn produce <laughs> I have ever seen. Oh man. You know it's like carrots the size of this MacBook. And it's, I'm sure it's all organic is the thing. Like, yes. She's got some special high-grade fertilizer yes. that the rest of you bitches will never know about or be able to afford, so keep dreaming. The cows are happy to shit in that pasture and fertilize whatever yeah. needs to be fertilized, and those crops are happy to grow on that land. Oh, man. I just imagine countless fairies looking after it, watering the plants every day. But it's just... I love Oprah. When I, I do. Oh my God, I love her. When I picture her estate, I often picture her garden. Mm-hmm. And just her so, orchard. Yes. <laughs> to see her just picking tomatoes the fucking yeah. size of, of, of her head. <laughs> I'm just like just what knowing can you that do? that's what brings Oprah joy. She yeah. just wraps herself in her own collared leaves, like and her dogs. I'm I'm fucking Oprah, bitch. Like that's it. She takes her own cucumbers from wherever cucumbers grow into the spa in her home. Oprah's like, you know what would be good with this tonight? Some thyme. I'm gonna go pick some. <laughs> Oh, you know she got thyme, basil, rosemary, all that shit. Look. Just growing on vines outside the house. All outside the house. Uh, I need a little peppermint tea. Nah, I'll just never. Right. Just, just a little fresh peppermint. <laughs> Hell, she probably got her own tea leaves, too. What is it called where you grow teas? Absolutely. I don't even know. Do tea leaves grow on trees? I don't mm. even know. Whatever it it's is, Oprah got it. <laughs> she got it. My grandma used to just pick peppermint leaves and put it in like a hot pot. Yes. Uh-huh. All the time. Oh my God! And all so the, sorts of other teas. I love it. You should try Cerise tea one day. Is that the? Is that the? Is that the tea for constipation? I don't know what it's for. It's supposed to be good for you. Otherwise, I don't know why people Cerise? drink it. Cerise. I think this that's is how disgusting. You say it. It, it must is... be nasty as hell. Let me say this. <laughs> my mother made it one time and had me drink it just for my reaction. Before parents means their kids for the <laughs> right, <internet>. like originator. <laughs> oh, oh, it's Jamaican. I don't know if that's like where it originates or where the plant is I from Googled or whatever. Cerisee tea, and it's and the very first hit is JamaicaObserver.com. Oh well, yeah, because I can. It was probably just them niggas that drink it. It Native. tastes like po- like literal poison. Yikes! It's horrible. Damn, it is fucking terrible. It does say that this is a very popular herb in Jamaica. For hypertension, diabetes, worms, god damn, abdominal pain. <laughs> because let me tell you, them worms are coming out. They're also like, used for constipation. I don't I know what it. the fuck this nigga's problem is, but if it's that deep, I guess I'll go. See, Whatever, it'll clear you right out. I mean, that's the thing. There's a lot of really disgusting things in this world that are great for your body. And yeah. I'll never know because I will not put that inside yeah, of me. Just like most of the really great, delicious things are horrible for damn, you. Damn, people are like managing diabetes and stuff with this tea. Wow. But you have to drink it first. Yeah, see, no thanks. And that's seventy five percent of the battle. <laughs> Can you put some organic honey in it, or does it take away? I don't the know benefits? what would help it. Nothing. It's nothing would awful. help it. Nothing takes it the edge off. It is horrible. <laughs> like, honestly, probably one of the worst things I've ever tasted. 
Wow. All the reviews are like, this is disgusting. It is. This is the nastiest product I've ever put in my <laughs> it mouth. It blows. Like plain hot boiling water? What? No, that would be better than... Oh, that must be this brand. All right. Moving along. Um, quick, Two quick notes, because... We're already been in here on this topic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if we talked about Soldier Boy's gaming device. I think so. The Soldier and game. And how he was going to suddenly be sued. Yeah. Well, yeah. the time's gone. <laughs> okay. For him to lip sync for his life. <laughs> because, bitch. Oh, no. They got the doll up out of there. Let me tell you something. So <sighs> Soldier Boy basically created or had some white people create a, a gaming emulator called the Soldier Game for him and on it were a whole bunch of emulated mm-hmm. games from loads and loads of companies mm-hmm. you know nintendo playstation whatever and the idea was that you could play hundreds of thousands of them from this device now let me read you some of his tweets after he got uh <laughs> flamed for it right he said y'all don't scare me i'm soldier boy f-o-h like what is that supposed <laughs> what what you didn't say you i'm, I'm Suge knight like, right I mean, and what you mean, scared? Nobody's threatening to run up on you. We're just saying, nigga, you're going to get sued. This is a terrible idea. Right. And this is, we're not, we're not a bunch of lawyers coming after you. That's who you ought to be scared of. Also, the quality of the system is trash. Like, we're, we're not <sighs> scared of you. We're criticizing your shit. Why product. wouldn't I just spend that two, three hundred dollars on a Switch and some games? You know, question. <laughs> Why wouldn't I just answers. do that? <laughs> So, okay, where, why y'all not bitching about the other companies selling consoles? Y'all don't want to see a black man get money. What is this? Trying what? to snitch on me, but I'm not doing nothing wrong. Ha ha, eat a dick. We're at five million in sales, which I doubt. But yeah, I doubt five million right. in profit and I doubt five million <laughs> units. I doubt both of those. He is right, though, that there are companies that also have the same sort of emulating systems that are not legal and many of those companies do not last long. The difference is that they are not, they don't have a celebrity endorsing Endorsing it or it's not named after, you know what I'm saying? So you're an easy target nigga because you're Soulja Boy versus the rest of these that just get the notice from Nintendo or Sony or whoever that says get rid of this shit. Yeah. Anyway, so... Like you're the reason, we're only... Like, it's your job to promote it, but that's also why you're getting dragged. Yeah. Is because, like, don't tell us, well, everybody else is being bad, too. I'm not the only one being bad. Okay, but you're the loud one jumping yeah. around, getting the teacher's attention. So, Stupid. yeah, nigga, you the one in time out. Dummy. <laughs> it's so funny y'all didn't. It's so funny y'all don't know how business works. Oh, we don't know. That's so funny. Okay. Nothing is going to happen. <laughs> if Nintendo was going to do something... <laughs> fell out if nintendo was gonna do something they would have the first day my console not going anywhere everything i'm doing is 100 percent legit stay mad and i'll keep getting richer nintendo ain't gonna do shit really fast forward to today if you're looking for a soldier game you won't find one because they have since been delivered their papers reportedly uh soldier boy uh tweeted on the 29th of december i had to boss up i didn't have a choice that's right you didn't have a choice because you can't do yeah. what you did i it thought don't it was 100 legit how many people did it before you <laughs> it doesn't you can't do it no it's still <laughs> It's not more illegal because you did it, but you're definitely like d- pointing a target on yourself. Like you're you're saying, "Hey, come at me, bro." You basically dared Nintendo 
to come shut your ass down. And Nintendo down. said, you! And they came <laughs> right over to your front door and told you to give them their things. I don't know why you thought you could play with fucking Nintendo. Nintendo, nigga! <laughs> They don't. They don't play no, at all. At if you go to soldiergame.com at this moment, you'll be directed to the Nintendo store. Shut up. Do it. I'm finna. Soldiergame.com. Soldier. And I'm gonna queue game. up the next topic. Okay. Shut me so, the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> it went right to Nintendo.com/slash3ds. So if you would like a 3ds, uh, wow. Game system, <laughs> Just go to soldiergame.com. They were like, yeah, whatever that shit was. It's ours now. No, I am crying. Simple and clean. Nintendo said, you ain't got to take, wait, you ain't got to take your domain down. You just got to go log into the back end and put up that cute little redirect. Honestly, they may not even need to do that. They, they could probably just give the paperwork I to GoDaddy or whoever and be like, yeah. oh yeah, we own this now. Yeah, they probably, Soulja Boy probably didn't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, what made him think he was going to get away with this? Dumb. Oh, man. Dumb. The f- nigga, your site deadass redirects to Nintendo.com. Like, <laughs> I fell the fuck onto you- the ground. <laughs> ready for that. I thought you were bullshitting. The nerve of you to be talking about Nintendo ain't gonna do shit. Right? Why would you dare them? You know they got Twitter, right? They can see your tweets. They can see it. What you th- like, girl? I don't know, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Nintendo, uh, Japan, and America laughed simultaneously. <laughs> Get him out of here. I feel like somebody at Nintendo saw that tweet and was like, honestly, normally I wouldn't even give a shit, but how dare you tell me what we not gonna do, bitch? Forward legal. Team sin, bitch, and that's it. But he's not even the first person that they've done right, it to. Right, that's so what I'm like saying. The, the nerve of you. Who who on your team allowed you to feel so bold and comfortable? Yeah, fire to that rant nigga like this. Fire this that product. nigga. Never speak to them again. Never again, because they lied to you. Um, white China. Um, Madonna. Madonna was at. Um, recently the Stonewall Inn here in the city of New York uh, for New Year's Eve where she performed with her her son uh, and I think Ariana Grande was there or some shit but anyway is Stonewall big enough for that? I don't think so but I guess since it's like historic or whatever they just have moments I don't know I've actually never been but I wasn't going down there on New Year's no No. leaving the house um (laughs) I was fully in Harlem, New York. Uh, so Madonna was there. Some videos and photos from her, you know, appearance popped up. And um, a lot of people noticed some things she was packing in the back end that hadn't been there before. Oh, no. Oh, no. So it seems that Madonna may have um, augmented... Her rear end. Oh, God. She looks a lot like, you know, many of the strippers mm-hmm. in the southern parts of the country that do that. Gross. Um, <laughs> you know I have to see this. So let me tell you something. When I first saw the picture, I thought to myself, oh, it's Stonewall. It's a bunch of gays. Surely some drag queens had fun with some padding on her and this was just right. a joke. It's not like one of them slattums. Right. But the- <laughs> like the little shorts. Right. But then she tweeted, desperately seeking no one's approval. 
and entitled to free agency over my body like everyone else. Thank you, 2019. It's going to be an amazing year. Uh-huh. Hashtag freedom, respect, no fear, and no discrimination. Wow. And I also saw a video of her where she has something else on. It's like some fishnets and like some panties or whatever. And this is where it seems she's dancing on stage with Ariana Grande or a really great Ariana Grande impersonator. Mm-hmm. But here you can see like her ass. It doesn't look like she has any padding or whatever on there. So she may have gotten a big old ass, which just seems so Madonna. Like Madonna has, yeah. has seemed like desperate to be, you know, hip and mm-hmm. African for a long time. So I'm not really shocked. I mean, so she's right. Like, it's her body, her life. And if she wants to do this, she can. And it doesn't, like, I guess, who are me to judge? If you want to look ridiculous putting this big old ass on these thick, thin legs, then that's your your business, your, yeah. your priority. You can do that all you want to. I just... Madonna doesn't move me in a way that she moves no. a lot of the other gays, no. including black gays. There are a lot of black gays oh, that go up for Madonna. Madonna has bops. She she does, and I understand that. You know, she was talking about sexuality in a way and at a time where you know the mainstream was really not having it, and there was a time where she was really pushing the envelope. Because my mama definitely did not let me look at Madonna nothing <laughs> growing know, up, not one damn thing. But in 2019, it just feels very like grandma still trying to be cool at the club. Yeah. And I just don't need that. Like, I just don't need that from you. Like, I know that we constantly talk about Madonna being old and, you know, her fans don't like that and ageism and all of that stuff. But it's it it's like the ass shots, the gold teeth. It doesn't teeth, look good. The, it's just weird. It does and, not look good. And that's the other thing. Like, you, you're Madonna. Right. Like, you're, if you got ass shots, they shouldn't look so bad. Yeah. Like, did... You shouldn't you shouldn't have these. I went to the Motel 6 and got injected with some fix the flat looking ass shots. Right. That's why I'm hoping this is just some padded panties you put on and not actually something done to your body. Right. You know what? Because if so, you need to get a fucking refund. I'm going to wait for some more videos or photos or some shit to come out where it's like official because, you know, I'm going to I'm going to go with this having been a padding. Yeah, because it doesn't look good. It, at it, all. it looks not at all. It looks so bad. And I would think you could afford something better. It looks like SpongeBob is just hiding in her back pockets. I mean, and most people who get their ass done do it because they use their ass or their body to make money. But Madonna is <laughs> way, yeah, way do. past that point. Way past. Especially that if you don't get a big old ass like that. Yeah, like that's a stripper ass. You finna get on the pole? But like, look at your thighs. They, come on, they don't match. They don't match. That Kim Kardashian ass. It's important. Ass. Ugh, it is. If you don't do it, make it look like... <laughs> they not fan Nice. Up. They not fan Actually, up. pissed to the person who did this, honestly. And again, I'll wait for some better photos to come out. Maybe this is a horrible angle and it's not the most high quality shit, but like, if it is giving what it looks to be giving, pissed to the person who put this into Madonna. And I've read Madonna yeah. and been annoyed with Madonna several times over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Legend or no legend. But right. like, you really did this to a pop, like, mm-hmm. queen. That don't, That's crazy. This is wrong. Yeah, she's been on my nerves since that time she photoshopped herself on the wall when Beyonce and Jay-Z were at the Louvre uh, looking <laughs> at the Mona Lisa or something else and she photoshopped them looking at her. It was a bunch of pictures of her on the wall and I was like, bitch, please. She annoyed me. God forgive me because I don't remember the full story, but it had something to do with her her son and the word nigga. I don't remember if she said that she oh, man. calls him nigga yes. or she lets him. I don't she, remember what it was. They, I think they all say nigga. She has a few black kids, I think, right? Oh, yeah. Or is that Angelina Jolie? At that least just has four. Black girl? No, she's got at least four black. I think See, she has six kids. I know at least 
for a moment. Right. The the girl, I remember her being pregnant with a girl. What's her name? I don't remember. Lord Lords Lordis. You, I think you're on the, something like the right that. Track. Uh, but yeah, it may, since that though, since that day, I've been very uncomfortable with all them black kids she has in her house. Oh, remember? And it was that picture she posted yes. of them kids. Yes, and she's there was a kid on. They were giving her a pedicure or something, and like, girl, the optics of this are just wrong and bad. She had a caption on a, a post with her son that had the word nigga in it. Yes. And then she deleted it That's afterwards. what it was. So I think that was the first thing that made me... You're like, bitch. First thing I can remember recently that made me be like, Madonna, no, what? You got me fucked girl, up, are girl. you crazy? Yeah. Like, you adopted them black kids and we have talked about that and how we feel about that for years and years. You but those kids... Right on in, that's fine. Get you up some kids. Alrighty. Here we are. You raising them. They seem loved. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like, nigga? Really? Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Like, that ain't your nigga. And then the I gold just want you to get that. It's just, it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, so Madonna, God bless. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna skip that one. Bye, girl. Um, all right. So look, <clears throat> all I'm gonna say about Kevin Hart. You have had to talk about Kevin Hart every time we've come to the studio for like the past six. And I'm done. <laughs> you keep saying that, and then he keeps making it worse. <laughs> I don't care no more, y'all. Like, just let that nigga host whatever he wants. I don't even give a shit. I'm sorry. Let him host the Oscars. Just let they him do it. Down. Let him host the Emmys and the Tonys and the Source Awards, Ozone Awards, Puppy Bowl, <laughs> Snick, whatever he Not wants. Not the Puppy Bowl. Because I, at this point, it's just... So he was on Ellen. Mm-hmm. There's my issue right there. That's my issue right there. We can stop. (laughs) Honestly, my whole... Kevin Hart ain't said nothing new. I'm looking at Ellen now. Like, bitch, really? Think about it, right? I watched, like, the clips from the interview and stuff like that, and he had a great and and, uh, impassioned uh, monologue about how much he's learned over, you know, the 10 years since those tweets or whatever. And the thing is, I, I, I believe him. Like, I don't think that you're homophobic i think that you have a lot to learn like many of us do about many Mm -hmm. things especially when it comes to people humanity culture gender sexuality a lot of stuff that we could learn so do i think i i i sort of like under i i understood for whatever reason in that moment where he's talking on her her stage why he is as frustrated as he is but again my issue was not so much with them tweets and more so how they're moving Mm -hmm. in the wake of it like it's not even about you being homophobic or not homophobic i don't think that i don't even think you would have ever be you've been saying that to your son his whole life he probably would have squared the fuck up with you so like (laughs) nigga son i'm gonna beat you no daddy i will beat you i will slap you right try me i will slap you right back frankly i'm tired of you So yeah, like, I love a nigga. Don't come for me. My thing is that, like, you have a huge fan base and many of them... First of all, we're talking about 2009, 2008, 2010? Something like that. Your white fan base was not... Non-existent. What it, what it is today. <laughs> not at all. It was niggas laughing at them jokes. Yeah. Many niggas who have kids that are a part of the LGBT community, yeah. whether they want to acknowledge, acknowledge it or not, mm-hmm. adding in the Q and the I and the A, y'all know. All of that niggas. stuff. And many kids who actually do suffer abuse at the hands of their own family, whether it's physical, emotional, uh, verbal, whatever you want to call it. This could have been an opportunity to 
have a conversation that needs to be had with someone who is influential over a lot of people that look up to him or that are fans of him that still don't think that there was anything wrong with he, with what he said, whether it was 2009 or 2019. Right. Like, you got niggas who are, like, upset that he's even apologized. They feel like there's nothing wrong with it and they're just mad at gay people for, you know, having feelings. Those people... <laughs> Those people needed more, in my opinion, than white-ass Ellen yep. begging this nigga to host the Oscars anyway right. for him to be like, I guess I'll, leave, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. Like, what? Are we, we're not going to turn... I will not let Kevin Hart be the persecuted one here, which is why so much of what he has done over the past few weeks has gotten on my nerves. Yeah. It's, it's just all about the reaction and the way he's handling it. Like, how dare y'all ask me about these terrible things that I said? Like, I get you may feel annoyed or you may think you've apologized, even though I've yet to actually see this real apology that you swear you've given a million times. Like, I don't even care at this point. It's just like you, sir, are not a victim here. And you, Ellen, I just don't know where you feel like you get to tell black, LGBTQI, everything else, people how to feel. That's what I don't get. Like, Ellen might be, she might be king lesbian. She kind of is for white. Right. And, And you know what? I will let her have it. And I have always enjoyed Ellen as a comic and yeah, her too. stuff on TV and all I love that. Dory. However, even white gays have a lane. And when you get into talking about things that, yes, of course, white gays were offended by Kevin's tweets, but this is not really Kevin's community. And it's certainly, or they are not Kevin's community. And certainly not when those tweets were posted, would they have been in reference to anything like anything I mean, to do with white gays? So it's just like, what makes you feel like you can come in and forgive him or be like this person who is like, all right, Kevin Hart, on behalf of the homosexuals, like we are granting you this space and this access. I for you called to, the Academy like, and they said they would love it. They want to make it happen no matter what. Why? I, mean, I, I don't even care about any of that. For what? <laughs> I don't care Ugh. about that. The nigga could tap dance live on the Oscars like as his opening act. I don't give a shit. Like it isn't about that to me. It's just uh, it's it's been verbalized as this attack on Kevin Hart. And even so, if you really considered yourself to have learned and be a different person and, you know, you know, I think he said that he doesn't want to be an ally or whatever. Well, which no worries. That's fine. Thank you. We'll take you that. Ain't one. <laughs> but if you truly understand why those tweets were wrong and why they were hurtful, I think that you could have done a lot a, a better way of showing that than having your friend, your white gay friend Mm -hmm. come on here and like not challenge anything that you're saying just listen to you talk about how different you are and how much you've learned which again could very well be true but there's so much missing from this conversation that regular ass moms and dads and brothers and sisters and cousins need to fucking hear and it could have been an opportunity like my nigga you can talk to nobody black and queer yeah I just don't. Lena, Janelle, Wanda. This would have been Justin. so much better. So like, much better. No, but there was nobody that you could have sat down and done the same thing with. You picked, picked Ellen, which just for me reaffirms what I said, mm-hmm. which is that white gays looked at this as a white offense and not a gay offense. Right. Because if it was specific to us, there would have never been an issue mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And like, if you look at the statistics of kids that are abused as, as it relates to race, like, go check that out and then let's. 
let's talk about Ellen being the one to decide that Kevin Hart is forgiven. Yeah, I honestly don't even understand why Ellen allowed Kevin Hart to use her and her show for that, but... They say they're friends, and she knows he's not homophobic, and he's probably watched him make out with Portia de Rossi, watched her make out with <laughs> Portia de Rossi countless times. The kids probably have, like, made balloon animals together or whatever, what? and he wants to, you know, defend his friend. And I'm like, I get all of that stuff. I see all of that stuff, but it's like, Kevin Hart is not even my concern as far as homophobia. Kevin Hart and his influence remaining toxic for people who refuse to think any different when it's like this is a prime opportunity yeah. the same way that this is an amazing opportunity for people to learn from this R. Kelly situation yes. and niggas are refusing to right that's kind of how I feel about this mm-hmm. that's that's a good point because so many people well we'll talk about the R. Kelly situation I mean it's the next so we could right. just transition into that oh now. well you know what let's just do it then I will tell you, so I didn't know that this surviving R. Kelly thing was going to be as long as it is. Yeah, I knew it was six episodes. I didn't know that until, like, mm-hmm. they were maybe on episode five. Um, I, I started it after the six episodes were finished. I purposely put it off. I've been having a shit, like, month emotionally. Ever, like, I've just been in the pits. So I said, you know what? I know that R. Kelly is a piece of shit. I've known that R. Kelly is a piece of shit for a while. This is not going to influence me to do something I was already doing, which is not support R. Kelly, not play his music, not stream anything, and also spread the word. So like, I was like, you know what? I'm not in a good place. I'm not going to watch this shit right now. And honestly, again, I love scary movies, and I was like really scared to watch it because I knew how uncomfortable... Yeah, I knew how mad it would make me. It was going to make me. Yeah. Could barely get through with the first episode, but I made it. The one that was like mostly about Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one that I finished, I think was ep- I think I just finished the fourth one. Like the last thing that I saw was um, the mom who went to the hotel and found her daughter. And in there. yeah, I was weeping. That was like, how could you do this shit to, to people? Who the we- fuck do you think that you are, my nigga? Like. R. Kelly is a sick-ass person. We have said it so many times on this show. Like, there's something literally wrong with that nigga. Like, it's not funny. It's not cute. The fact that nobody has killed you yet? It's unbelievable. Like, you still have people's daughters in this home on your compound or whatever, training up new girls. And from... So, the documentary... The series truly did not teach me much that I did not already know about right. R. Kelly. What it did for me was clarify yep. just how deep it goes. It just brought out so many just yeah. chilling yeah. details. To and I knew that's I what like, it was going to do. Nigga, is this like a, so this is like a sex trafficking ring. Do you provide girls to niggas all across the industry? Like what? Because the thing is, it's too many people working to keep R. Kelly out of Absolutely. jail. Absolutely. It's too many people on R. Kelly's side and not publicly, but doing whatever they can mm-hmm. behind the scenes and quietly to make sure that he prospers with the shit. He that has he's both, doing. but he has so many people behind the I'm scenes that disgusted. have been helping him. It I'm, is mind blowing. I am just disgusted by the whole thing. And so, you know, that it was incredibly upsetting to to hear these people's first of all, 
these stories, which most of which I have already heard before. Yeah. But to the fact that these people have to continuously like share their pain and relive it all the time and and put it back out there in the hopes that maybe one day we as a society will actually give a fuck about black girls and step in and stop this man from doing it. And since the early 90s, we've basically been like, nope. As a society, just been like, uh, I mean, you know, R. Kelly is nasty and we all know it and we just all know it. We're just going to let it sit and rock like that. Like you said, it did it did um, go over a lot of stuff that we did know. But I don't know, maybe because of the the pacing of it, the order in which they 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 went like and mm-hmm. all of the details, like the way that it was pieced together was just it, like it really cemented and like brightened up the fact that this nigga is a calculated yes. Yes. manipul like from like the music that he released when he did and Ooh. like the places that he would be when he like all of the stuff that he had been doing to cover for it before he was even as famous mm-hmm. as he was in his prime. Right. He had known from the get go. Yeah. What he was doing. Yeah. And how awful it was. And used his talent and his money and his influence to get away with it. Right. And knew, just the same way that people around him knew that because these girls were not just young, but because they were brown girls, <sighs> nobody was going to bat their eyes twice. Right. The and girl who got mono from him and oh almost God, died. Yes, Jesus. The fact that, like... <sighs> <sighs> The fact that they they do these things to girls, infecting them with different infections, diseases, some STIs, that sort of thing, knowing that it will mark them as damaged, knowing that it will make it harder for them to go home and say to their loved ones and family and friends, like, I've been abused in X, Y, Z ways. I've been raped multiple times. You know, all this terrible stuff has happened to me. And the idea that they will be considered like no longer as good or as innocent of a person as they were before is part of the reason why he gets to keep doing this. Like, it's all fucking connected. And it has rippled. You see it in multiple stories from women, many of whom don't know each other. Right. So it's like how all these girls got the same ass story. It's so much shame wrapped up in what R. Kelly is doing to these girls. It's not just, well, I don't understand why you would still stay there. Like, well, no, of course you don't, because you've never been groomed from a young age to go and be, be a sex robot. Right. Like, because that didn't happen to you. And instead of just thanking God that that wasn't your experience, you want to judge people who have been through something that can't. you can't even fathom. Can't. And the shame of that, do you think those girls don't know that? The shame of it keeps them there. I mean, other than, you know, not actually literally being able to leave. But like, you, we don't make it easy for survivors or victims to say, hey, this has happened to me. Because we don't, they come out and tell these stories this is not even the first R. Kelly documentary that has been nope. made. We all know about R. Kelly. And have. And people still will flood the internet with all these shitty ass comments about why they deserved it or why, you know, I don't care what y'all say about R. Kelly, I'm still going to be stepping in the name of love. Like that girl who got mono studies this, she met him at Aventura Mall, which is like 
one of my favorite malls in Florida. Like, it's not far from me. That could have been one of my friends. See? When I was in high school. It could have easily been somebody I know. So it's like, I want to remind y'all that a lot of y'all who have kids or young people in your lives, like, they they see your posts on Facebook or on Instagram. They hear y'all talking to each other and stuff like that. So if that were to happen to one of the young people in your life, guess who's not going to know? You, stupid. Lord. Like, right. You his own brother make it easy his own brother said that he was molested when he was a child yep. and he knew before he said anything to anybody he knew that his mama was probably not going to believe him because mm-hmm. of who it was and he tested it on his brother robert and his brother robert mm-hmm. told him well, nah that didn't happen to you nah that didn't happen to you so because his brother did it, and he decided never to tell his mama oh like God. what the fuck are y'all talking about what is this planet? I don't know. I really don't. I feel like it's a combination of not giving a fuck about women, not caring about what happens to them, especially as it relates to a black man. A lot of people who would ordinarily be like, you know, lock this white man up under any circumstances. You know, people who we heard about Harvey Weinstein trying to kiss Lupita and instantly were like, bitch, I'll split you from the rooter to the tutor, nigga. Yeah. Like, I will draw and quarter your ass. When it is a black man perpetuating these things, it's like, well, y'all always trying to bring the black man down. And how come y'all don't never come for these white men and this, this, this? And it's like... So you're saying that if white people get away with rape, that niggas should so be able to should, get away with rape? No, too. I'm saying that everybody should be prosecuted. Okay, and guess what? Right now we're talking about our fucking Kelly. Right. So then why try to divert it to something else? Plus, Harvey Weinstein's entire life is on fire. Right, and Harvey Weinstein is getting in trouble, girl. And it's a documentary <laughs> coming out in like three months about his ass. All the people that y'all swear we should be coming after instead, white people be coming after. So, like, I'm not going, that's not an excuse. You either don't care about women or you don't value their experiences, black women, especially when it comes to black men, or a lot of you have your own trauma around sexual assault that you haven't dealt with, you haven't coped with it, and instead you've internalized it as something you did that was your fault. I shouldn't have never been out with my friends. I shouldn't have been drinking without somebody watching me. I shouldn't have been wearing that outfit. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have. And you're still in a place of blaming yourself and you transfer that blame onto R. Kelly's victims and say, well, she should have this and she should have that. When really you need to deal with your own shit and recognize that the only person at fault is the person who did that to you. The person, one of the former employees that was like all uh, shadowed out who said yeah. like she I'm assuming it was a woman. Right. She said um, that like when she first went over to that house, one of the first things that she thought to herself was these bitches are crazy. But she was like weeping before she even got to that part because she of course felt like shit that initially she was looking at them like it was something wrong with them right and then she started to listen to the way that he spoke to them and realized that they behaved this way because they were fucked up mentally like and that's how predators thrive exactly off of the rest of us thinking well yeah that nigga been you know raping and grooming teenagers since the 90s probably late 80s but uh, oh well something wrong with them bitches it's just something wrong you know with all these girls over the years it's just something wrong with all of y'all and nothing wrong with R. Kelly because he made I Believe I Can Fly and your baby sang it at her kindergarten graduation just say that you love R. Kelly's catalog just say you so don't give a fuck about black girls that you don't God. give a fuck about black girls Ooh. or their health or their safety or anything it like that it just makes me so you're frustrated. not going to do that 
Because you know that that is ridiculous and disgusting. So why not just be quiet? Right. Why not just be quiet? For argument's sake, if this were Beyonce, my nigga, I would just go into a dark state of depression for an untold amount of time. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to hop on the internet and argue with you niggas about it. Because that's ridiculous. I'm not going to do it. Just like if it's ever, if Jay-Z's day ever comes and people start (laughs) digging up the shit that Jay-Z has done back before social media and the internet. Guess what I won't be doing? Defending Beyonce's husband on Al Gore's internet. I sure the fuck won't. Let me tell you something. I'm These probably men going to can, dream. They can speak for themselves and mm-hmm. be accountable for their own shit. I'm probably going to drink way more Hennessy <laughs> than I've ever drank. Like, I'm going to be Show. fucked up. Show. But I'm not, I don't even understand it. My nigga, like, we, like Huey said, we all know the nigga can sing. Like, we know that he has great, timeless songs and stuff like that. And again, the documentary highlighted, like, he was so calculated in the types of music that he dropped yep. and the timing in which he dropped it. Yep. And you niggas just like you picked all of it up. Just like yep. little scraps. Just like little like you know sheep out in a meadow somewhere yep. just going wherever the fucking shepherd takes you. Like it, it, it's crazy it is. to me but even as someone who was a fan of R. Kelly's music and, and looked at him as this great musical force like many of his fans do I can say that like I'm good. Yeah. You know, like, if I you, really am. If you cannot enjoy R&B music mm-hmm. without R. Kelly's music in it, I kind of feel bad for you. Yeah, because then you don't really like R&B. You just like R. Kelly. Because there is plenty of R&B without R. Kelly. Before, during, after. Plenty. Lots and it ain't got to be Jacquees either. <laughs> it's plenty of... <laughs> high quality R&B out here without Robert Kelly's music in your library you don't have to support him you choose to do it for whatever reasons you have but I just it's been past time of like well I just didn't know like you can't you can't give me the excuse that you didn't know and honestly at this point you can't even tell me you don't believe it because if you don't right. believe it you just choosing not to that's I was literally going to say that too because like I haven't heard anybody who defends who was defending him say that they don't believe it yeah they know better than that like I've seen people try to nitpick at certain stories or why well, she say it is then or I don't believe she was there that day or da 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 but I have not seen anybody defending nope. R. Kelly say they don't believe that he has raped young you girls. know what they say I, he was found not guilty as if that means he didn't do it you know who gagged me who the brother in prison oh oh god this nigga was defending his brother not even realized that you threw him under the bus (laughs) like four times (laughs) there was one point where um sir there was one point where they had mentioned first of all i was already annoyed with him but like one of the first things he said that disgusted me was like it's just a preference he like younger women i like to have i happen to like older women it's just a preference i was disgusted from then like brother or no brother this is why you in jail right now yeah this is no it's sick this is sick what he's doing it's sick but when he there was a part where, where they mentioned the the time that R. Kelly's legal team tried to say that it was his younger brother that was in that tape, which oh. I forgot about until they brought it up in the, yes. in the film. And so his brother went on Wendy Williams' show when she was doing radio and said that it wasn't him mm-hmm. and basically said if his brother did it, he gonna have to pay for what he did. This nigga is in the jail on Dreamhampton's <laughs> fucking movie gonna talk about I don't know why he did that. Robert offered him $100,000 in a record deal. You so stupid. He could have been rich. First of all, this is nigga, why you locked you, up. Because you, you think, think 100000 is rich. It's a. not. B. <laughs> your brother accused your younger brother Woo. 
something so heinous. And this is a felony. Your brother who has kids. That man said that his daughter got jumped at school trying to defend her daddy. Like, and and you are upset with the one who was blamed or accused of being the rapist for not taking a cash instead of the rapist. This is the society we live in. Like, this is really how people's families are. They rally around the abuser and say, fuck you to anybody who does not do what they can to keep that nigga on top. And the joke is on you, sir. You're because the one right in, after, you're in jail. Right, right now, after that moment. Right now, sir. Uh, uh, a comment came up that said uh, a spokesperson for R. Kelly said the the claim of him offering a hundred thousand dollars in a, a contract or whatever was ridiculous. Of course, they gonna say that shit was a lie, fool. Do you know the how bad that made him look? Right. And you said that shit with confidence, like he was protecting him. Guess who's not going back to the commissary? Right. <laughs> you. So now you done pissed off the same brother that you just tried to defend. And I absolutely believe that R. Kelly offered something as as trivial as $100,000 in a record deal. But you also have to look at, like, R. Kelly has been offering to make these young girls a star for years. Like, mm-hmm. that's part of the appeal yeah. is people think that he can do something for them. Almost but all of them want to sing. Whose career has R. Kelly seen through to success other than R. Kelly's? <sighs> whose? JS. Uh, who? <laughs> um, no, don't. Mm-mm. Sorry. No. I'm still not. No. no, it's not. You can't say Sparkle. Nobody can name a Sparkle song. Sparkle? Nobody no, can name a Sparkle never song. Mind. They Let can't. Me leave it alone. You know, right. I'm just going to. Because gonna as much, you know, there's just so much that can be said about this so documentary. Much. But so much. I want to reiterate I've been discussed with R. Kelly yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. That's never going to change. This just made it mountains worse. When y'all get on Instagram talking about, well, what if R. Kelly kill himself? You gonna feel bad, bitch? No. Do you no. know what kind of fucking party I'm gonna have in my house? <laughs> if R. Kelly <laughs> fucking drops dead. If I, R. Kelly kills himself, I'm getting on Uber Eats and see what I'm about to eat that day. Know what I'm gonna do? Go just right like on about my black ass business because I do not give a shit about there being one less predator out here attacking black girls. What I'm mad at more than anything else is the reaction from so many. Oh, shit. You got to be careful. <laughs> so we're in a new studio today. And almost fail. It's really just the reaction of all these people who have come out talking about how wrong the rest of us are for being mad at R. Kelly. It's like, ridiculous. If you still want to choose, if you choose to support R. Kelly in 2019, then you need to take some some shame into that and you need to hide away in your house and, and deal play with that R. Kelly on your own secret. time right. and down and leave the rest of us the fuck alone about it like i don't want to hear it it's I just can't. you had to have made up your mind that you're going to support r kelly no matter what and you didn't even look at an inch of this fucking documentary because right. even if he were on the fence i don't know how you could get through this movie and still be well it's limited series whatever it is and still be trying to defend this nigga like bare <sighs> minimum i'm thinking if you were an r kelly stan or a big r kelly fan you about to just go and play step in the name of love alone in your closet and right. cry about it and just feel your feelings i cannot believe that people are still supporting him and i think that a lot of y'all niggas think that this cannot happen to someone like you or somebody that you care about and i want to remind you that that is a fool yeah these kids like i cannot kids they're kids what's think of almost any 16 year old being at the mall somewhere when one of these rappers or r&b singers or rock stars or pop stars of today pops in and says hey it's nice to meet you or whatever and then somebody gives them a number and says hey come to the studio and listen to my new album bitch they're going to do it almost any 
child. It's 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 like literally waving candy in front of a baby. Right. So, I mean, and this hell, could grown people would do it. So you know, teenagers, it's dumb for a grown person to do it, but a teenager definitely would. Like because they're young and impressionable and want to be older and and, and have down. and fast yeah. and do all of that kind of stuff and just have fun. That's like the average teenager. Right. So the fact that that people will openly speak this way because you're just a fan of this nigga's music or whatever, like you're just reinforcing this type of shit. Yeah. Because when it happens to people around you, they're not going to say anything. They're going to be mm-hmm. sitting with that shame. They're going to be sitting with that pain for years and you're going to be the dummy Woo. who helped that situation happen that yeah. way. Like, it's ridiculous, it nigga. Is. Leave people the fuck alone and talk your bullshit to your therapist if you don't have one. Feel free to do talk. I don't even know if Talk Space is a sponsor this uh, episode. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. <laughs> not this week. Talk to somebody. Somebody. Affordable. Do what you got to because, bitch, you're not going to get me yeah. or anybody else with a lick of sense mm-hmm. to find logic in your arguments defending right. R. Kelly. It's there, ridiculous. There is no separating the art from the artist when supporting the artist means giving them the money to continue to do things like this, to continue to exploit and rape black girls. There is no separating that. You can't be like, well, you know, lots of artists do stuff I don't like. And, uh, you know, I'm not just going to stop listening to them because of that. Okay, but every artist who does stuff you don't like is not grooming teenage girls outside of the McDonald's and bringing them inside his sex cult. That is not happening with everybody that you listen to. What's really fucking scary to me is that, you know, like, niggas are still doing this. Like, famous and non-famous. But, like, famous niggas are surely still on some creep shit like this. The difference between them and R. Kelly is that R. Kelly was, like, boastful about it. Yeah. He was very bold, and he did things almost to, like, taunt the public and say, I can get away with this type of shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas there are probably loads of predators out here in the industry, outside the industry, or whatever, that, you know, are doing so much more discreetly. And so you may never even know. Like, that shit terrifies me. And y'all defending this nigga over... Ignition, right? But you can't do something. You can't do something about people's, you know, sins or transgressions that you don't know nothing about, right? No, that's what I'm saying. Right, but I'm saying once you know better, you have the responsibility to do better. Absolutely, it's like y'all, y'all know that, and so you refuse to acknowledge what's really going on here, so that you don't actually have to feel bad when you turn on the ignition remix for the third time, nigga. When I went, I don't even know if I mentioned. I thought I tweeted about it, but I went to Foot Locker a couple of months ago when I was in there. In there, they played uh, amazing Kanye and Jeezy song, and for like the three, however long that fucking song is. I was like, oh, damn. I love this fucking song. Oh, man. I wish Kanye wasn't stupid. Yeah. And then the song was over and so were my feelings. Yeah. So, and I did not play the song. Right. I happened to be shopping. I heard the song. And I was like, damn, yeah, Kanye. He did some great stuff. Then I went out and right about living my fucking life. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be this hard, especially under the circumstances. It really shouldn't. But, you know, the world is dumb. Yeah. The world is dumb. Humans are the stupidest. It's true. These are all facts. Sometimes R. Kelly songs lyrics will pop into my head just randomly out of nowhere and I'll start humming or singing in my head until I realize what I'm doing and then I'm like, that's sneaky bastard. Like, but what I will not do it's not our fault he got good songs right I mean and it's not my fault that I know those songs like these are songs that I have known for 20 some odd years but what I'm not gonna do is be like oh you know I used to love 12 play bitch let me go give R. Kelly a couple of streams and give him a few dollars for this or let me see if R. Kelly is performing in my city sometime soon so I can hear this shit live no girl 
His music is stuck in my head. I sing it to myself for 10 seconds or until I realize what I'm doing and then I let it the fuck go because R. Kelly is not worth more than black women. He's not. He's not more deserving of protection that or respect than these black girls are. It. That's it. Black R. Kelly <sighs> is not worth He's not worth his songs are not worth it. They don't slap like that. Not to justify this girl. And don't ask me about no other male celebrity because I promise you, I'm not going to defend none one of these niggas if shit come out about them. I can guarantee you that. Not I mean, a single just... one. That's it for Hot Tops. And uh, what did I say? Roll, roll of Thunder. Hear, hear me bottom. my bottom. Oh, hear me. Oh, yeah, hear my, hear me I guess bottom. it should be here, my bottom. <laughs> I thought right. me was funnier, but I guess it's the same. Whatever. All right, well, we're going to take a break and come back. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. <laughs> is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right so we're back it is now time for uh listener letters it is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we may just read them aloud on the show i'm just gonna do a couple really quick this week because we've already been here for a while thanks that to all the Mark predator Kelly. niggas in this world <sighs> um our first question comes from jonathan he says, I am a light-skinned gay black male and my husband is white. Mm -hmm. This is relative in a minute. <laughs> okay. After six years of being together and getting somewhat financially stable, we were ready for kids. Even though adoption is a Wait, great... how long? They were six years together when they decided to have kids. Okay. Even though adoption is a great choice, we knew we both wanted children of our own, but IVF can cost upwards of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, yes, it yes, sure can. Fuck it can. And fuck that. Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> to spare some money, we agreed to try, we agreed to try the old school turkey baster approach before trying pricier methods. 
We had many choices to make, including who would be the biological father. And after much consideration, we decided to combine our sperm and leave the rest to nature. You know how they'll just combine the samples and put them in the girl and whoever gets their first gets their first. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The surrogate we chose happened to be a friend of ours who always said I would carry your baby if you guys needed me to. So we took her up on the offer and happily obliged. Can you believe she actually did it? Yeah, I guess because friends do. I would never. Fast forward a year later, the at-home insemination worked and we have a beautiful baby girl. Oh, great. Congratulations. Our surrogate happens to be Puerto Rican. So when our daughter was born, we could not immediately tell who was the biological father. Oh, y'all set yourselves up. The baby just looked mixed. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess if you could have a baby together, the baby would look mixed. Right. Great. It works out. Well, Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> you fuck yourself. We are back from a break, okay? <laughs> you you shut your mouth. Back to the letter. <laughs> now, since we want to have a second child, we agreed to get a paternity test so that whoever isn't the father of this baby can be the biological for the next one. Mm. We got the test results back, and neither of us are our daughter's actual father. Wait, what? We realized that we've been raising someone else's child. When we revealed this to our surrogate... Girl, I muted it. <laughs> yeah, but they called back. But I muted it. Oh, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> so we... the surrogate, heck walls. When we revealed this to our surrogate, she informed us that she had been sleeping with two men at the time she agreed to do us this favor and that she was unsure who the actual father is. Even though she is extremely remorseful, it took everything for us not to beat her ass. Needless to say, we are uh, now... Uh, uh, beat her ass. <laughs> We are now getting our lawyer involved, (laughs) but we are conflicted as to whether we should keep our 10 month old daughter, give her back to her biological mother and try again through the proper channels or if we should even tell our families about this. This is fucked. We are ashamed that we were so naive with how we went about everything and cannot deal with any more embarrassment. What do you think? Thanks for your advice, Jonathan. Our surrogate's name is okay. I'm not going to say her name. (laughs) He's. I'm sure he's pissed at her, but he put her name at the bottom. Like you can say it. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, wait, let's not. I don't want. To. <laughs> no, I do not want that lady to be dragged. Bitch, I don't know where to begin with this. This is tough. So because... wait, this was their friend. Mm-hmm. She was sleeping cool. with somebody. She was sleeping with two other people. Oh, I don't know why it was. Con- okay. Yeah. And see, normally when you go through the surrogate channel. The surrogate is like through an agency and they are definitely not fucking anybody. Like that is one of the things they make sure you're not sleeping with anybody else. Um, But since y'all, you know, you did it the whole friend way and, you know, at home sort of thing to save some money. She knows she wrong for that. She wrong for that. Now, horrible. I don't even know how you could give a 10 month old back. I feel like at 10 months, I'm entirely to attach this person to talk, be talking about giving her back to her mama. This I don't even know how to empathize with this. Like, I'm so like... <sighs> this is just so much going on here. Like, how, do... What? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to do in this situation. Ten months. Yeah, the baby's ten months. I... Oh, Chile. So she didn't realize that she was having her own baby? I mean, well, technically, I mean, you know, she didn't know who got her pregnant, but it's like, girl, why would you be rawing two other people around the time that you know that you about to be carrying a baby for somebody else? I guess she thought they was never going to get a DNA test or that it never really mattered to them either way. But yeah, 
This child is not biologically either one of theirs. All I feel like I can say, I don't even know if I can. I think all I I guess I can say is that whatever your decision were to be in this situation, I wouldn't fault you. Like, does this, does, does the, the, what? Does the homegirl want to raise this baby? It doesn't, see, and you didn't say anything about that. And I don't think y'all can just give her, like, legally she's yours. Yeah. Legally that baby belongs to you. And, I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. I think. This is crazy. This is a lot. But my heart and my mind automatically go to this 10-month-old child who didn't ask for none of y'all's nonsense. Not her mama's, not, you know, mixing some sperm up at home and shooting it in. (laughs) No shade, like, honestly. (laughs) She didn't ask for none of this. Okay. Um, Okay. Some of the shock may have have simmered down a taste. Okay. Okay. I think I'm ready to to think. Um, I would definitely... Mm talk to this girl about this and I would make sure sh- like I wouldn't want to know if the niggas she slept with even know that she right. had one of their kids does she do they know that when she was pregnant it could have been one of their like you can't like that per that child's yeah. biological daddy needs to know that deserves to know that he has a he baby has a out baby. there right you know and yes. that I think is going to help decisions be made because whether or not she wants to raise this uh child or wants to have anything to do with this baby the father might right and at that point you know it is what it is yeah but if neither one of them seem to be ready or willing to be parents especially like you said after 10 months i would be good to raise that baby by myself yeah especially since the baby look mixed I'm I mean, like I would I would probably just keep her because I know after 10 months, I'm like, I done went through the hard part with this damn baby. I'm not giving her ass back now. Shit, oh. I was the one who was up till 3 fucking a.m. with this little months, nigga. Oh, and see, 10 months, you ain't even out of the woods. What? They still a handful. I would just be so in love and attached, probably. And I'm speaking of somebody who can't stand kids. That's not true. I love I kids. I think y'all man. have an obligation to to find this baby's biological father. Absolutely. And, that needs to be step one. Right. But God, what if he's a like, what if he's shit? What if he's just trash and ain't got the means to take care of a baby, but he wants her anyway. And then you're giving up your child in this lovely, stable home and sending her to somebody who like can barely take care of I her. I guess I would go that, to the court if that was the case. See, this this is too much. Y'all you Did need to all f- of this to avoid courts and child support. Yes, to avoid like, spending a- money. And now look what you're gonna have to do. <laughs> God damn, dog. No, she got to come up off of it. She fucked the game up. Yeah, see, this is the, but this is the thing. She wasn't no official surrogate. like Right, so it's like, what can you do? You can't go to the agency and set it on fire. Oh, <laughs> like, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing... Right, if there was an agency, you could fight the agency. Right. <laughs> but you cannot. And like... the agency would light her ass up for certain. <laughs> but because it was your homegirl, There was a movie about this, Baby Mama. Yeah, I literally just thought of that. <laughs> And I read a news story about a woman who um, decided to be a surrogate, and but she didn't stop sleeping with her husband. And so she got pregnant. With her husband? By her husband, yeah. yeah. And the couple was Asian, but when the baby was born, it was super light. So, you know, babies be light. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess nobody thought anything of it. And then, you know, maybe the, within, over the next in. two or three months, the mama was like, the uh, Asian mama was like, something about this ain't. 
Right. Mm. And so they did DNA tests, and this baby was just fully white American. (laughs) And so... Oh, it was a white baby. Yeah. And so they had to... But this woman had to fight to get her, her biological child back. And I was like, well, girl, I wouldn't be shocked if you just simply didn't, because you wasn't supposed to get pregnant. Like, you was... And the agency was pissed. I think they actually sued her. And she had to spend so much money to get her child back. I mean, because they can certainly be sued. Right, because it's like, girl, but see... What are you doing, sis? So, yeah, I mean, but hindsight is twenty twenty. Clearly, yeah. y'all should not have done this with this girl who did not take surrogacy seriously. Everybody ain't got IVF money. Uh, I ain't got IVF money. I sure will be doing an IUI if possible, but it's a lot easier when you already have eggs in a uterus, yeah. I think. I mean, Because all I got to do is pick out a sperm donor... I don't have to worry. It's a lot more expensive to find an egg and somebody to carry it than to just find some somebody. Sperm. Right. Right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that process, the <laughs> growing that little nigga, that's what's expensive. Yeah. Because that hurts yeah. and is takes, takes a long. toll. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> it takes a long time. So I just I <sighs> I think we did the best we could here. Yeah. I mean, we don't have any experience, obviously, with this, but I definitely think you need to start by confronting homegirl, finding out who the possible dads are. She needs to find out who the biological father of the child is, and he needs to be informed. Because you would be, you guys would be constantly, if you keep this baby and just are like, oh, we'll never tell. At any point in time, this man could pop up like, excuse me, I believe y'all have my baby. Right. (laughs) And you're going to be real mad when your nine-year-old daughter is like, daddy, what's going on? Right. Right. See? Facts. Uh, yeah, just try to get this straightened out now. And then if you want to have another baby, I would say save up your ducats and go the surrogacy route or just adopt. But clearly you can't. <laughs> yeah, what could go wrong? Not the same exact thing. <laughs> Lord, but good luck to y'all regardless because that, that is high what? stress. My nigga, she said two dicks, please. Girl, you was fucking two other people. While you're gonna be somebody's surrogate, like, like no, sis. Now having <laughs> having dick in and um, backup dick is perfectly fine. No, it's fine. It's just like, but when not you're when you're carrying be... your gay best friend's baby. Right. Or supposed to be. And especially not smashing raw. And even if, like, why wouldn't you say to him, look, give me a few months to make sure ain't nobody already growing in right. there. Right, right. <laughs> like, look. Give Let me, me just see if the if the pee stick comes back negative, and then we can do it. Because if she like, could if she could have gotten pregnant, um, like officially by one of them first, she could have been fucking afterwards, right? Yeah, she could have been fucking while she was pregnant. Yeah. Now, some people are into that. Yeah. So let me tell you something. If I was a woman and I got pregnant, nine what ten months? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I guess it's 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 a good no. thirty seven to forty weeks of you know no. hell. Believe me. <laughs> Alone. Don't touch me, nigga. Get away from me. I know a lot of women like want to have sex, especially towards the end, because it'll get your cervix ready for that baby. Like what? Yes, the acid in the sperm uh, will weaken the cervix. Uh, <laughs> uh, All right, next question. <laughs> I am a 24 year old queer Iranian. Work. And a late bloomer in my whole face because of a strict Asian immigrant upbringing. Let me tell you. I understand. Relatable. Recently, I went out with a 25-year-old queer black dude whose Tinder bio says he's kink-friendly, feminist, and into poetry. He was beautiful on his Tinder profile, and he was even more sexy in person. Oh, well, good for you. Being the boss bitch that I am, I didn't have time to go on an actual date. 
So I invited him oh. over for dinner for the sake of time and efficiency. Oh, you fast bitch. Okay. When he came over, he held a note on his phone to my face and asked me if I wanted to read his poetry while <laughs> I'm waiting for me to finish cooking dinner. <laughs> Inside my head, I said no. But out loud, I said yes, because I know how fragile the male ego is. <laughs> oh, God. And for me, this He's is all... He's an artist. He's sensitive about his shit. This is all part of the negotiation process of getting the deed that I want, need, and deserve. You know, sometimes you gotta do what you Plus, gotta do. his phone was already in my face, so it's not like I had much choice. <laughs> I started reading the poetry, and it was very cringy, overly sexual and graphic. And even though I wanted to fuck, I found the poetry extremely off-putting <laughs> and not helpful to my appetite. Oh, damn. He made me read a couple more poems, and when he asked what I thought, the only thing I could muster... The courage to say was interesting he also told me that he has a ghostwriting deal for for some music for a record label but when i asked him which label and which artist he said he didn't know and skirted around all the specifics sounded like he was stretching the truth or maybe just straight up lying okay while we were smoking weed before we fucked he insisted <laughs> on showing me an array of musical artists he was into mostly white spoken word artists talking over a beep I love that we're just running down the steps. Okay, yeah. so that we started smoking the weed because you know that's what we do. And then he showed me mediocre artists after mediocre artists to the point I thought I was gonna fall asleep. Finally, we made it to my bedroom where he made me come before he even started fucking me. What? And it was in the top two sexual experiences of my life, without a doubt. His oh. communication skills were excellent and exactly what I love about queer men. They're not <laughs> afraid to talk about sex with people they want to fuck. It was so good. I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. I suppose. After he left my house that evening, he sent me the following poem. Do not read on air. I oh, wish wow. I could. I am gonna just you know what? Finish it and then pass it over. I so wish I, I could. I am going listen. It's and we're not gonna so share it. So bad. Oh my god, it's so bad. So sorry. I but, replied nice, because I didn't know what else to say. He texts me every few weeks trying to hit me up, but I just keep coming up with excuses. I want to hook up with him again, but I don't think I can pull myself through the poems and listening to his favorite artists. I don't want to be the one to tell somebody their art is trash because I don't want to crush his dreams. But I also don't understand why he insists on showing this off. He's how an can, artist. How can I go about getting the very hot and extremely consensual D without having to endure the painful poetry? Sincerely, just want to get laid right. Dear so You young people. Can I see it? <laughs> Do you want to read the poem? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna read scroll it on to air. the poem. <laughs> I've got oh Lord. I Although, wanna I kinda feel like I feel like he probably listens to the show. That's if he why does, does listen to this show, it'll he'll probably be asking himself questions regardless. Well, I mean, he's that. like, Hey, I fucked a twenty four year old Asian girl <laughs> within the past few weeks. <laughs> Wait a minute. I love uh, <laughs> I told you it's so bad. <laughs> what this is the poetry <laughs> this is a poem he sent her after they fucked <laughs> no shade though this seems like something that Frank Ocean was saying oh well so like if if, if placed to like a, a real like haunting right trip hot beat it might be interesting to somebody on Tumblr. I just hear it in that dun 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 yeah that's dun, dun. I tried not to think. dun 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 I actually had to try not to read it like that in my head yeah it's pretty I just, bad right I hear that in my head when I read this but trust it is pretty bad just tell so, the nigga that you don't like poetry you know what? Don't even make it about him. Just be like, I ain't, I ain't never been, you know, a stanza type bitch. Right. <laughs> I'm not into I am big pentameter and all that other shit. Don't ask me about none of that. 
The gays would be so quick to like. I'm just here for the dick. Try to chameleon their asses into whatever the dick is that. What, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. we'll be so quick to try and transform ourselves into whoever it is we think that this nigga likes. Just and it might not even be that you really like like that person. Right. It could just be something as simple as you wanting to fuck right here. Like, nigga, you don't have to pretend to like that nigga's fucking poetry. Girl. Just tell him poetry's not your thing. Yep. And I really think like that's all it's gonna take. Just say. Not really into it. You know what I love? Bird Box and chill. <laughs> you seen Bird Box? Hold on. Let me pull up this Netflix for you real quick. I ain't seen it You either. know what? Because Sandra Bullock was a, she was a painter. Um, and it, so it starts with art. Yeah. And then we can just see where it goes from there. <laughs> I'm a big fan of being upfront with people that you're sleeping with, telling them exactly what you're yeah. into and what you're looking for and what you're not looking for. Especially so. if it's casual. Yes. Who the fuck cares? Well, you ain't got to sit down and, and endure shit that you're not interested in. Yeah. And the fact that he keeps sending you poetry, maybe he... God bless it. Maybe this... I mean, they're 20. They're in their mid-20s. Maybe yeah, this is just how that generation interacts. I'm but, assuming that he's a young person and this is probably something that he's passionate about and he just wants feedback from yeah. people you don't want to see it you just want to fuck that's your honest yeah. feeling just tell so him just I'm be... not I'm not your poetry girl I'm your <laughs> I need some vagina girl <laughs> when you need some pussy I'm the one to call right when you need some feedback you don't need even... your poetry I am see, this, not that, the this one might be to call. a taste too honest because well, you don't want to hurt his feelings but you don't really have to you can literally just say poetry is not my thing it's not, I've never really been interested in art and poetry but I appreciate that you're so yeah. passionate about it like I think it's really cool that you're driven about it mm-hmm. or something like that and if he doesn't get the message from there you better find somebody else to give you some good yeah. dick if you hate it that much or maybe that hurts his feelings and he's like well I don't want to share my seminal energy with somebody who doesn't vibe with my art or whatever and that's just the chance you're gonna have to take i know you said the dick is good he made you come before y'all even started fucking which i mean wow sounds miraculous at that age (laughs) so (laughs) i get that you don't want to let that go but (laughs) sitting through somebody else's shitty poetry just to have sex when you can do that yeah fuck that no just fuck you don't really have to worry about being i mean I guess you don't have to worry about his feelings, but like you're not here to to create some deep emotional connection. You're here to fuck. Yeah. So. I mean, it's Tinder. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how. I don't know if Tinder is like jacked or. I just thought it was yeah, like the hookup after the straight. Hookup. Yeah, I thought it was straight people hookup. Yeah, I think that's what it is. So. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely just be honest with him about what you are interested in and what you are not interested in. <laughs> okay. You don't even have to give him like critique over it. You don't have to admit nope. that you think it's bad. You could just tell him you're not interested because that's true as yeah. well. I can't even give you feedback on poetry because I don't know nothing about it because right. I ain't never been into it. Never liked it. Sounds so good. Ooh, I felt Zora Neale Hurston all through that. You would <laughs> love that. Just say that. Just say Zora Neale Hurston. He'll die. <laughs> Your eyes so brown in the moonlight. I realize your real life through your real eyes. <laughs> And I am hypnotized. <laughs> we ain't shit. Shout out to all the poets. Yeah, shout you doing great work, you guys. You're awesome. All right, we're gonna wrap it up because we've been in here for entirely too long. Send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com and we will be back. Keep it is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed 
to be deleted. If you're really good at it, that is. I've actually met several really good friends through Hinge. I've used it, I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge Prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people, for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. (laughs) Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover, the shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah. Or broke the fourth wall. <laughs> You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when. It feels affirming when others, blank. I connect to my community by. I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. Can I just say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. All right, so it's time for the read. It is. All right, so I I will just say, I don't really even have much to say because by this point, you know, so much has been said and done about this particular thing. Okay. But I'm reading Florida. Surprise, surprise. Oh, no. Um, so... On January 1st, a young black girl by the name of Yasmin James was working her job at McDonald's in St. Petersburg. Oh, my God. When the devil... Of course that was Florida. The devil sent one of his assigned honkies inside of the McDonald's. Um, apparently said Honky was searching for a straw or something. Like, I don't give a fuck if he was looking for freedom papers. Not me either. But they say he was upset about a straw or a policy involving straws or something, whatever. And a video hit the internet and showed this man by the name of Daniel Taylor. Is that it? Yeah. Mm. Daniel Taylor, um, reaching over the counter where the register is in McDonald's, grabbing this girl by the collar of her uniform and, like, yanking her over the counter. Daniel is 40. Yasmin is 20. Yasmin is a woman. Daniel is a man. This white man got his whole entire ass beat. Rightfully so by Yasmin after grabbing her. Um, And this is where, like, the... Okay, let me just... I'm gonna just... Okay. Yeah. She beat this man's ass. She pretty much Creed threed his ass right there in the McDonald's all by herself. And some employees eventually pulled her off of him. And then I think what seemed to be the manager at some point came back and, like, tried to continue the order or whatever tried to like i guess uh diffuse the situation by talking to the customer that just assaulted his employee 
Again, this is under the theme of y'all not giving a fuck about black girls, not caring to protect black girls, um, not giving a shit about the safety uh, or well-being of black girls, even if they're working for you or right next to you. I wondered to myself, like, is this the girl at the job that everybody hate? Like, does she have, like, she always talking shit? Like, what's, how the fuck did you niggas witness this cracker grab this girl by her collar and yank her the way that he did without immediately dog walking his ass. Do you know what, bitch? I would have stomped. Why could I not have been in that McDonald's? Jesus. Whether working or simply trying to get uh, a McChicken, chicken selects, I don't care what the fuck if I, I was in line. A McFlurry, bitch, I don't care, Mick, what it was I was looking for. I wish that I had been in that fucking McDonald's because when I tell you that I would have said, Yasmin, I got this, I wouldn't even have to have known that girl. How the fuck could you possibly, first of all, if she was white, brown, blue, gray, green, that is disgusting and horrible. And he deserved to get his ass beat simply for doing that. Thanks. If she had been a Caucasian Heather, okay, they would have set that motherfucker on fire <laughs> in the McDonald's. Not just the employees, okay? White people from all around would have come to beat that man's ass. The fact that people who work alongside this, and they, I've read that they said some shit about, oh, well, you know, McDonald's is not really clear. Like, they, they weren't, they're not prepared or trained to deal with situations like that, so nobody knew what to do. If I wasn't prepared or trained for situations like that, that means that I'm going to my instincts. I'm going, that means in a situation like that, I got to do what is natural for me to do. Wow. And what's natural for me to do in a situation like that, I would have cracked every (laughs) fucking rib. Like, so he's been arrested or whatever. I think they charged him with like two counts of assault or battery or some shit like that. And there were, there. I think it's, is it Fight for $15? Like there's an organization that rallied around the McDonald's and was there for the girl or whatever. So at least she could feel some semblance of support and love. You know what I'm saying? But like, it just... It it sickens me that he even did it. You know what I'm saying? The like, way he was Ivy grabbing on her Ugh. was like something I could like. What is this world? Like, bitch, you really felt like comfortable enough to grab this girl who is 20 years younger mm-hmm. than you, mm-hmm. even if she was fucking 20 years older than you. Right? Really don't I don't but care. Right? You really felt so comfortable as to put your hands on this girl and yank her. And then y'all watched her do it. I mean, watched him do it. Yeah. I'm just like, it, it, it don't fix your mouth to be arguing or combative when people talk about y'all's like indifference and disrespect and and negligence when it comes to black women because that's it right there in like prime example yes she beat his ass but she shouldn't have had to because a it should have never fucking happened right and be the moment that he touched her somebody should have intervened why were you niggas standing there looking crazy like that there's no excuse for it. It's nothing in McDonald's worth putting your hands on a McDonald's employee. Not one fucking thing in McDonald's is worth all that. <laughs> it's not one thing. Now, imagine 
that you did get your ass. Like, let, let's say that that Kid Fury was at the McDonald's. He beat you up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now you got to go to hospital and jail. <laughs> True. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they had on camera exactly what the fuck you did. So maybe I would have gone down for beating your ass as badly as I would have liked to in that situation. But do you know that you're still going to get in trouble for assaulting this woman? Over something at McDonald's? Like, so isn't. I have been waiting since I saw that video to come in here and just express how disappointed and annoyed I am with the people, the employees, the manager and people who just like sat there as it was happening and ever so much with you pink-toed bitch like how you so I I can't with Florida. Mm. I can't with racists. I can't. Because you can't tell me he would have punched no white girl or kicked a white woman in the stomach. Let me tell you something. No, 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 no. If. I don't believe that. If little white Amy <laughs> comes was behind Amy. that register, <laughs> he would have, it would have never entered his mind to touch her. Y'all look at black women as if they are nothing. Like yeah. they don't matter. And you constantly perpetuate this idea that nobody will ever protect or give a fuck about them. So you can do that. Like, you look at black girls like they just ain't shit. It's over. Like, like, <laughs> just over something like she was doing her job. They're not allowed to have straws out no more. Like, they have to keep them behind the register and only give them out by request. That's St. Petersburg See? law. And you I did didn't not know even the law. Know that. And, and the man was arguing with him, like, that ain't no law. And like, she was telling him, yes, it is. Why else would we keep the straws back here and only give them out on demand? Like, we have to do it. I didn't know nothing about it because I didn't give a fuck about that straw <laughs> or what he was going to use it to drink because it don't matter. It doesn't matter. Like you said, nothing inside of that McDonald's was worth what it you wasn't. did. Nothing at all. I don't even care if she would have talked to you crazy about the fucking straw. Why are you putting your hands on this girl? For what? But the fact that it was over a straw makes it even more infuriating. Because had so, you like, just said, can I have a straw? The girl would have gave you a straw and that would have been the end of it. But I'm sure you was mad that it wasn't no straws out by the rest of the condiments and started cussing her out. And she like, had it was the nerve And she's like, I'm sorry that it. we're following the fucking St. Petersburg law. If you have a problem, talk to your city council member. But plastic straws are on their way out. And... <laughs> According to the city, we are no longer allowed to give. It's by demand only, nigga. So, but this white man didn't want to hear none of that. You just so get you what came you, to guess what you got to hear then. Yasmin's closed fist, okay, <laughs> pummeling your skull countless times. You fucking dumbass, man. And you lucky that that wasn't the only ass whooping that you got. Talking about, I want her ass fired, right, bitch. You're what the one who came for you her, though. On. <laughs> you came for her. She was literally defending herself. Yeah. I can't think of a judge that would have disagreed. Even ones that hate niggas. Yeah. So now you have two counts of assault. You stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm so tired of white people. Like, like, these racists are out of control. Over a straw. Mad because they didn't have the straws out by everything else. What? Right. What? What exactly? Niggas go like riding by shooting babies. Like oh, what is the world? What is it? What is it? What the fuck is happening? 
can we try to do better? Can we try to learn? Can we try to progress? Like, what is the point of any of this shit? Last but not least, I wanted to read the devil and just remind him that, like, you have no power over me or my life or my future. The devil has been out to get me. Girl, I don't know what God could possibly have in store for me, Jesus. But the devil don't want me to make it there because he has been pushing me so far past the edge these past couple of weeks. It's ridiculous. Now, I know many of y'all have actual problems, so please bear with me because some of the stuff I'm about to say is incredibly petty. But I want you to know that I'm like, I have a a short temper anyway. I get very easily agitated. And then like my day is shot. Yes. So things like that have just been happening like every day. Like we're just, like, I lost my wallet, my ID, my car. Oh, that is a pain in the um, ass. I went to the eye doctor one day and, you know, just for, like a checkup and get new contacts and stuff. But I had asked him if I could do LASIK because I'm tired of contacts. I'm tired of glasses or whatever. It's annoying. And a friend of mine told me that it's like worth it. The nigga told me, well, no, you can't get LASIK because your astigmatism is too bad in your left eye or whatever. Same with me. Mine. So that <laughs> aggravated me. And then I walked, <laughs> I walked like, like, yeah. First of all, I'm like dealing with like real depression and like pressure. I from already stuff. don't and, like, ever want to leave the house. So I already have like real shit tied up in work and life and stuff that like is heavy on me anyway. Same. So like leaving the house, little shit like that, it just it's like I just want to get home. I just yeah. want to go oh back my in my God. bed. If I could just get to the safety of my door, this is me. <laughs> then everything will make sense again. And so I left, I, the eye place that I went to was like in the Bronx, like by Yankee Stadium. Oh. And, I, right. So, I, I, <laughs> I didn't say nothing. <laughs> I left there and I went to like the Target that's right by there yeah. at the Bronx Terminal and I had to go and like buy a couple of things. Some got on my nerves in there too but I couldn't remember. Of course. So then, like where it is is right by that bridge so mm-hmm. I knew that it was going to be a pain in the ass trying to get a car out of there. Yep. So I called like a lift while I was still in the Target and the guy hits me and he's like, I see that you're in the shopping place um, which side are you on? I was like, well, I don't know. I don't really come here. Like, I'm coming out of Target, so whichever side that's on. He's like, okay, but is it, like, by the Home Depot or is it by the Applebee's? I'm like, I don't know. Let's say Home Depot. And he's like, okay. No, I said, let's say Applebee's. He was like, okay, so I'm going to be right a- across from the Applebee's. I'm like, fine. I walk out of the Target. The Home Depot is literally right under it. The Damn. Applebee's is on the other side. So I under I asked myself, why would he ask me if I'm on the side with the Home Depot or on the Applebee's? The Target's on the side that the Home Depot is on. So right. it shouldn't even, but whatever. So I walk over to where the Applebee's is. As soon as I get to Applebee's, he canceled the ride and left. <gasps> So now that's another thing, right? Wow. Again, not like a huge thing, but just, no, but just a I'm pain in the ass. Pestered. Yeah. So I go into the Applebee's and I order a Henny on the rocks. Make it a double. Damn. Like, I'm like, let me just have a drink. At Applebee's. On my nerve. At Applebee's. <laughs> I sat at the bar, ordered this Henny. Oh, God. Or whatever. I think it was like $10, $12, something like that. So I had the drink. And as I was drinking it, I ordered another car. It was a black uh, lady who was coming to pick me up that time. So when she's close, I pay the bill or whatever. She gives me the receipt. And I gave her like a $60 tip or $50 tip or something like that. I was like, let me put some positivity out into the universe to show Satan that he's not going to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you're not going to have this. I'm going to just do something, you know, whatever. So I, I write the 
the shit, I sign it, I, you know, leave it there, grab my car and my shit, because the car is here now, and I leave. So, as I'm walking to the car, I hear, hey, 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 and it's the girl from Applebee's, the bartender who's coming out, and she's like, I'm thinking she's going to be like, you know, thank you so much or whatever, like, you didn't have to do that, and I was going to be like, girl, you didn't have to come out here either, (laughs) like, you know, it's all good. She tells me that her manager wants me to come back inside. He has to take a copy of my ID yeah, to verify or whatever because of the because amount of that how I tipped big the tip him. is. I was like, what? That has happened to me once before. I had never heard of anything like that happening. I didn't even argue with him. I was just like, because the lady's there by now. Yeah. And now I have to wait for them to take my ID, make a copy of it, bring the ID back. And I'm like, if I get left again... <laughs> I'm going to need a free Henny on the rocks. Like... <laughs> Y'all don't understand. Yeah. So shit like that happened. I tried to go out on New Year's Eve for whatever reason. A friend of mine, uh, Frank, was having like this like New Year's Eve party was cocktail attire. And anybody who knows me knows that I hate formal clothes. I hate it. I hate True. it. Went out, got a fucking uh, Dolce and Gabbana blazer for the evening. Oh. And then find out afterwards that apparently somebody, one of the designers of Dolce and Gabbana is racist. Oh, of course yeah. Anyways. Found that out, too, after I bought them expensive ass sunglasses. <laughs> I was like, really? But even worse... When I went to, like, literally when I'm getting dressed to leave the house on New Year's Eve, I put the blazer on after I'm all dressed. You know what I'm saying? My mama helped me pick out the blazer and everything, too. Aww. Because Lord knows. I'm like, Mom, does this work? Because, you know, I don't, like, I haven't put a blazer on probably since the last time you made me go to church. So, mm, she loved it. Whatever. I put the blazer on. The button falls off immediately. What? As soon as I put it on. <laughs> We're not even going to discuss how much this blazer cost it. But what I will say is I put it on. The button fell off immediately. <laughs> And then I know you don't have a sewing missing. kit. I know you don't have a little sewing kit. <laughs> if I kit. did, it would just be sitting there. Like, oh, so? so putting a button on is very easy, but what a pain in the ass. And a luxury <laughs> garment at that, buttons should not be falling off. That's what I thought. But for me, it was like, again, me and my weird depression and my self-destructiveness, it was like, a bitch can't even have no goddamn New Year's. I'm trying to have New Year's make it special, and I can't even do that. And it was just like, the worst. My vape was, no, one of the the pieces for my vape was missing, so I couldn't use that. Lord. It was just like, let's just like, everything that I've just said to you, shit like that has been happening damn near every day for me. Like, since I got back from from the holidays, yeah. like end of December or whatever Same. like that. The other day, my house has been like honestly messier than I would like to admit, mostly because we've been traveling every weekend for the past however many months. Ooh. And I have been too like slumped to tidy up the way that I've wanted to. Right. I'm supposed to be moving out of my apartment um like next month. And so, you know, as soon as you even think that you moving out. You don't even got to say nothing out loud. Your landlord, your owner is going to be like, okay, so when can we show the place? Yeah. <laughs> like, never. Literally never. You cannot show it. <laughs> so the guy, the realtor hit me on a text or whatever. And he was like, um, if it's okay, I want to come by it tomorrow at 1.30 to show your apartment. This house ain't going to be clean tomorrow and at 1.30. I was like, no. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, at all. No, no, no. So I, I guess he called the the old white man that actually owns the unit. Mm-hmm. And that man called me. I told him, like, look, I'm moving out on this date. 
I'm, you know, going to be cleaning. I've been out of town, et cetera, et cetera. Nicest man ever. He was like, no problem. It's all good. I'll let him know. Do you know that this this man, the realtor, came to my house anyway? Oh, no, he didn't. He came to my house. Tell not me even. God. He was supposed to come at 1.30. The nigga came at 4.30 with some girl, you know, who I guess saw the apartment. And according to him, was like already locking it in like it was for sure that he was she was getting the apartment but she just wanted to see the view for whatever reason which is nothing really like you could see like a taste of the upper east side like (laughs) it's on the fifth floor of my building you know what i'm saying so it's not like you're getting this insane view of the city and all the fucking planes leaving newark you know like it's not giving you that so i told him at the door Link runs out, of course. Oh, God. So now she's hopping on this Asian girl, and the girl's like, oh, she's so cute. And I'm not even one for the touching my dog, because I don't know you. So, yeah. <laughs> so I put her little badass back in the house, <laughs> and I told them, like, look, place is not really that clean right now. I'm not really comfortable with, you know, showing it to you if you want. You could come back in a couple of days when it's all clean or whatever and see it. Is it just, can we, she just wants to like take a quick peek. What part about no don't you get? No. I live here. This is still my home right. that I'm paying for and she is not and neither are you. No. You can come back. He wants that commission Today, real bad. He could smell it. The, but he said he got it. He said it was locked in. It didn't even seem like she was like, according to them, she was like quite certain that she was going to move into this place. But for whatever reason, she wanted to see the view. Not like the kitchen, the bedroom, <laughs> the closet, the bathroom, the view of the place for whatever reason. Maybe he showed him, showed her another unit in the building and just said it's just like this one or some shit. Mm. I told them at least three times no. At one point, like after the second time I said no, I was like, okay, give me a second. And I was like, maybe I could just like move some stuff real quick and then she could just look out this window and see the view that she wants to <laughs> Just look out this window. <laughs> but then I was like, something said to me, you know what? No. For, for what? Tell yeah. nobody has ever helped me pay this rent. No. So say that. So I went back to the door and I was like, look, I'm not going to be able to do it. They persisted. No. Sorry. So I literally like cracked the door with the window open and I was like, there you go. This is my mess. This is my whole ass life. Bear right in front of you now. And there's the view that you wanted to see so badly. And she was like, okay, all right. I see it. Okay. Yeah, that's nice. And just, and, and for the record, this isn't even that messy. Like, I've totally like had boyfriends that were way messier than this or some shit like that. I do not care. I don't give <laughs> a fuck, sis. <laughs> What do that mean to me? How dare you? Boyfriend. And I don't give a fuck about how nasty your boyfriends are. I'm talking about me and how I don't want nobody in my space right now. So I just, I say all of that to say the devil has just been testing me over and over and over and over again. I'm a spiritual person. I know some of y'all might be atheist or you, you don't have a devil in your faith or whatever. And I guess you could just ignore me or whatever you want to do. That's <laughs> fine. I respect that. But for me personally, I feel like... I'm being tested and I'm trying to take this opportunity to learn more about myself and train myself to be able to deal with my temper, my patience and things like that better because it's like little tiny things will aggravate me. But I'm talking about shit that's just been like, what's happening right now? Like, what? What? So I just wanted to say, Satan, eat a dick. Leave me alone, bro. Like, no, I don't know what it is. 
that you want from me, but you can't have it. Yeah. Things have been, I get it. Like, depression has been rough on me lately. Just awful. I just don't want to leave the house. And I know that that is like the one thing I really need to do. Yeah. But I really do not fucking want to. And I don't want to answer emails. And I don't want to do no extra work either. I just want to sit in my bed until time stops. Yep. (laughs) 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 You This is a true story, hand to God. You remember when when that uh, was it a Con Ed plan or whatever, and a story blew up and the sky was flickering. Jesus was coming, and for a split second, I didn't see it myself. I saw like I saw Dustin talk about it first on Twitter, and then I saw the hashtag with everybody freaking out and stuff. For like a half a second, I was like, oh, finally, like I I swear, Uh, the end of humanity. Thank you, God. What? Hook so long. And then my common sense kicked in and I was probably I was like, it's probably just some dumb scientific shit that's gonna have people paranoid and Oh, I just knew Jesus was descended from the heavens. I just knew it. I said I was like, nah. oh, finally the sky has cracked open and our savior is here. Yes. The reckoning <sighs> no, has begun. We're not that But fortunate. no, you know, the world is just difficult and it's hard. I'm trying to do the best that I motherfucking can out here. Sometimes you gotta read yourself, Same. sometimes you gotta read the devil, sometimes you gotta read the racist or homophobe or whatever it may be. But like I'm doing the best I can out here. I'm on a strand of faith. Man. I talked to my doctor, got a new prescription for a new mental health medication because I just would really love to like wake up and want to participate in the world. That would be so nice. It would be nice. But I don't feel that way. No. <laughs> I do not feel that And part of it is winter. Like, winter sucks a lot of ass. But this winter ain't been that bad thus far. Knock I just said that every today. Every fucking thing. I swear on the way over here bad. I said that. <laughs> on the way over here I said that. And you know it's going to get worse. So, no, I mean, and it's winter. It's supposed to. But yeah. I'm really at the point where, you know, 35, 40 degrees almost feels kind of nice. Oh, I'm like, I'm, ooh, 35, all right, bitch, I see you. I went to go get, like, some sour straws or whatever junk from the, the fucking uh, corner store the other day, and I looked, went to check the temperature, and I saw 42, and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> all <laughs> I need is a hoodie. Right. <laughs> it's like, all straight, that's fine. So, yeah, I totally get now, it. But, yeah. But, yeah, the weather and the gloom and doom of, like, fall, winter and stuff like that definitely sort of slows everybody down. the government still I'm on, yes. The government is still shut down. TSA workers are about to start quitting left and right. Niggas ain't getting refunds. And not even just ref- tax refunds. Like, oh God, y'all about to not get your housing vouchers paid. You about to not get your wick. Like, and all because Donald Trump is throwing a big ass hissy fit over this goddamn wall. It is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. A wall for what? It is, it is so stupid. It is. It's blowing my mind. 800,000 American employees without pay right now because Donald Trump wants to be a petulant child. So, as always, Donald Trump is part of my read this week because he always is. But literally, fuck everything about that man. And fuck every network that decided to air whatever bullshit he got on TV the other night, two nights ago at this point, and told y'all about this government shutdown. I didn't even look at that. I, I'm not looking at that. I'm not, <laughs> I didn't even look at that. I don't, because Donald Trump don't do shit but lie. So you know what I can do? Listen to my NPR Politics podcast the next morning to find out <laughs> what was said. <laughs> hey, listen, that's what I do. And hear it from people who are not lying to me. Yes. They would say, this is what President Trump said 
this is what percentage of those things were facts. This number is almost always close to zero. Yeah. And so I could just get my Trump, my Trump news because you have to get it from somewhere. I would rather get it that way than listening to him lie directly to me. It pisses me just off. Just seeing his face, just honestly. It, just, it makes me mad. It just gives me gas. But my read this week goes out to Ed Buck. If you don't know his name, he's a political activist out in L.A. Yes, Rose to fame in the late 80s. He was a registered Republican then. Pretty sure he's a Democrat now. He's donated lots of money to different Democrats. Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama. fuck. Ran for West Hollywood City Council a decade ago. Didn't make it. But anyway... Um, for the second time, a black man has died at Ed Buck's home. Black if you remember, man. a black gay man should say that. Um, Mr. Buck is a homosexual. Last year, Jamel Moore was found naked and dead of a drug overdose in Mr. Buck's house. That was last July. And lots of people protested. It was in the news then. Like, why is this black man dead at this, uh, at Ed Buck's house Mm -hmm. and he was a person of interest but he was not actually convicted of anything I actually don't even think he was charged with anything because police said they couldn't determine whether um, it was Ed Buck's fault that the guy had overdosed on drugs or that he had actually killed him like there wasn't enough evidence to say that it was his fault the man died which not gonna say that that is acceptable by any means but the number of people who overdose in a home in LA can't be small and so when I heard about the story last July I looked at it crazy because rich white man picking up black male gay prostitute sex worker whatever like Jamel was earning his money that way it's very sketchy to me just off of that But the police decided not to press charges. And I think, you know, obviously his family has still been rallying behind it and talking about it, but he wasn't charged with anything. Fast forward to last week. And now, oh, see, I said this happened last year. It was July 2017. This is 2019 now. Mm -hmm. So for the second time now, a gay black man has been found dead in Mr. Buck's home. And now more details are coming out. Like one Mm -hmm. of the women who talked to the New York Times said that a young man was flown in from Minnesota by Ed Buck and showed me the plane ticket, you know, saying that Ed Buck had paid for it, saying that he parties at his house and that this is Ed Buck's thing. He picks up gay black men off the street who don't have nothing, probably don't have close connection to family and that sort of thing. But apparently the kids in WeHo be talking about it. Like, it's, like, known on the streets there. Right, because it's not even just come to my house and fucking party. That would be one thing. It's come to my house and my kink is shooting you up with drugs. With drugs. And seeing how fucked up you get. And if you die, you die. This is the second time a gay black man has been found dead in this person's home. At this point, it ain't no more, well, you know, we can't prove well, with, with beyond a reasonable right. doubt that he furnished drugs or that he possessed the drugs and, you know, Jamel didn't just have them. No, 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 no. One dead man is too many. Two is where y'all need to stop bullshitting and do something about this. What a fucking asshat. These are not rich privileged gay black men who are coming to snort coke with you know their peer 
and you know let's go out to the gay club yeah Yeah. and see what you know the 23 year old boys are doing in the club that's not what y'all are doing right you're picking out follow me camera you're picking out (laughs) disadvantaged young black people who probably don't have a big support system around them, making sure that they're safe and protected and also are so vulnerable that they are willing to do things that people who have housing security, food security, money security will not do. And furthermore, specifically targeting a community that, you know, if something happens to them or if you get mm-hmm. if there's some sort of trouble, you won't really be in that much trouble because don't nobody give a fuck about black people and especially not gay ones who are turning tricks for money because they ain't got nothing else to do and don't have nowhere else to go and it sounds they were asking for it so much like r kelly going by the mcdonald's drive-thru and looking at everybody who coming in with their friends wearing a school uniform and ordering off the dollar menu and deciding that that's the ones he gonna go Mm -hmm. after it's no real difference in between these two predators not really. Y'all are targeting the people you're targeting because you know nobody will care or you will be believed because you have the money and the power and the influence over them. And you can collect these people and treat them like your fucking playthings and discard them when you are done or just outright kill them and know that ain't no harm really going to come your way. It was bad enough that you were doing it and clearly worse that someone Ooh. lost their life because of it but not bad or worse enough for you to fucking stop right you stupid bitch the boy jamel had even written in a journal that mm-hmm. he had become addicted to drugs yep. the worst drug mm-hmm. and that ed buck was the one to thank because yep. he got him started on the, he gave me my first injection and if i didn't hurt so bad i'd kill myself but i'll let ed buck do it for now Are you listening to the words I'm saying? We know what he's doing to these young black gay men. So who is going to step up over LAPD and say, I don't care how influential he is in the community. I don't give a fuck how much money he's donated or, you know, that he got the bomb ass Christmas party and we always invited or, you know, a free bag of Coke for everybody at the new year. I don't give a fuck. It's not worth it. No more. These people lives are worth more than this man and his influence and his 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 love of seeing young gay black men in pain or high out their minds or doing whatever the fuck in his home. It's not come over and, you know, drink my liquor, smoke my weed, have fun. It's come over and let me incapacitate you. Like, let me fuck your life up. Oh, you don't have a drug problem? You do now, bitch. And you'll be back over here every weekend doing whatever it is. I say you need to do in order to get your fix. It's just disgusting, gross, and wrong. And I want to see this motherfucker. When you ask, uh, where is all the energy for everybody who ain't R. Kelly? It's right here, girl. <laughs> I'm not trying to save none of these predators. They can all fucking go. When y'all say, well, That's we would have right. to get rid of the whole industry. We would have to mm-hmm. completely mm-hmm. revamp music. I don't see no problem with that. Let Janelle Monet run everything. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> That's fine with me. Oh, we would have to tear down all the existing systems in place and do brand new shit. Yes, girl. That's the fucking idea. Now you with me. Now you with me. Put Ed Buck the fuck in jail. Oh, man. <laughs>
And that's it. Oh. Kelly came the fuck. Let me tell you something. Calandria said, "I'm Sometimes I listen to that just to hear Kelly come through with that Iron Man at the end. All the time. We're the same person. I listen to that just on my free time all the time. Calandria be off the side like, when I get to this Iron Man, nigga. (laughs) I'm about to go in. But yes. And fuck Marvin Sapp for doing music with R. Kelly. Whoa, what? Marvin Sapp, Mr. Never Would Have Made It. Yes. I always think of Warren <laughs> Not the football player. I'm not the only one. Fuck Marvin's, that. Whatever. Yes. You too black for this. I get the. <laughs> I get, I've always mixed Marvin and Warren Sapp up. Oh, but it was his explanation was all about forgiveness and said no. that he prayed about it. No, he didn't. Said that you know you not go through God. the Bible and there's flawed men that God chose to carry out some of his oh. biggest tasks. So it's what? not Marvin's responsibility to condemn him. It's his responsibility to pray for him. Oh, so now it's not the church's. Now it's not the church's responsibility to condemn somebody. But when niggas come through with a little switch in they walk and a little bend in they wrist, now you got all sorts of things to say about that. Unless you need somebody to direct your choir. But. Also, and as well, sir, you can pray for somebody and not condemn them and still not put them on your fucking record. Why pay R. Kelly? Why give R. Kelly money? See, it's a lot of the... And and, and that hurts my heart because sometimes I listen to Never Would Have Made It and just weep. It's a beautiful song. It is... It takes me there. But how fucking dare you? It's so crazy. Marvin Sapp is telling me straight to my face. Like, this is a man of God, allegedly. Allegedly, right. Straight up. I know what he did to them girls, and I don't give a damn. I'm putting him on this record. And y'all can talk to God about it if you mad. All right. Well, you know, I'm going to let you and your Jesus handle that when you get to the pearly like, gates. Y'all acting like R. Kelly was like a scammer or something. <laughs> like, like Y'all acting like he did something minimal. And we all just overreacting at nothing. You, I'm going to forever overreact at black girls being exploited, exploited. Always, I'm always going to be that because you got me fucked up. You don't even have to watch the documentary for the. You don't extremely unsettling details. You that really come with do all not. You could just go based off of the things that have been reported <sighs> about R. Kelly over the years, and that, in my opinion, should be the very like enough. For you, if we're going to pray for you and not condemn you and hope that your soul meets whoever, then you can do that. But like you said, why you got to go to the studio? Right. My mama. Well, first of all, I really doubt my mama can name an R. Kelly song. <laughs> but there have been plenty of times where she's been like, oh, I don't su- like. Oh, never mind. I don't want to give that <laughs> example. But. What I'm getting at is that she's a very deeply religious person and still she is capable of not publicly judging somebody the way a lot of us would, the way I do on this very show yeah. and uh, praying for them, you know, fervently. Mm-hmm. The prayers of the righteous availeth much mm-hmm. and Connie puts in the work. Let me tell you. While also not giving them niggas a dime of her money. It's just not hard. It's just you don't have to do it. Like fine you don't have to condemn r kelly although you really fucking should especially as a man of god you really should but then to turn around and put him on a record like that's i just i'm so confused where are we supposed to think your values lie surely not with jesus christ the king and honestly i feel like that again is 
the importance of this documentary and this happening. Whether I know that they said, you know, that there are new investigations opening up in Atlanta and I think in Chicago too because of this documentary. Whether he goes down, he goes to jail or prison or whatever for things that he's done or, you know, I personally, again, being a spiritual person like I am, he gonna you know he's got to answer for the things that he does in one way or the next in, hopefully in my opinion yes hopefully but i think one of the really important things about this moment isn't even just r kelly's r kelly being brought to the light for the stuff that he does i think that it is like i said yesterday i feel like like r kelly is mowing the like predator lawn yeah. and like revealing himself and all kinds of other snakes because it's like not even just actual abusers like a lot of people are putting themselves on blast just by like sharing their views or their opinions on this stuff like you're getting to see not only a lot of r kelly's Mm -hmm. whether it's at your work or it's you know the label that you love or you know your school or whatever you're seeing a lot of r kelly's and a lot of the people who worked alongside r kelly to you know Yep. destroy these women basically these girls so that's really what it, it is again almost like the kevin hart thing it's like r kelly ain't shit and i've always you know i've known this for, for a long long time damn near my whole life right because i feel it's like it's been just about that long yeah <laughs> i remember being like 10 years old nine or ten and hearing that he married Aaliyah and thinking but r kelly is a grown-up see and I, Aaliyah like is in high school <laughs> i realized after I watched this, that it, I didn't even, the, the sex tape was how I found out that Aaliyah yeah. and R. Kelly were even together. Because you were too young when, I was when they were married, right. So I didn't even know anything about that. So I remember being a kid and that whole tape coming out and me being like, what? that was kind of like around the time that I was, you know, starting to show my own interest in musicians and buying CDs and stuff like yeah. that anyway. So I was like, what the fuck? R. Kelly did what? I don't understand. And then you heard, like many niggas have said and continued to say, but not stop supporting him oh well it shouldn't be all that surprising because you know he did marry Ali when she was 15 I remember being a kid being like he did what like <laughs> that's how I found out about right. that shit so like it's been like that like forever but I just remember thinking okay maybe that bang over her eye got me fucked up but I thought she was like <laughs> my cousin's age like I for not sure not old enough to be married to no grown up R. Kelly is a grown up yeah so yeah and it literally has been almost my entire life Mm -hmm. and now that i'm grown what i will not do is turn an ignorant eye to this the way basically the entirety of the generation before us for what and i mean i know things are different now with the internet and everything social media i get that but wrong was wrong in the 90s in the early 90s just like it's wrong now just like that video of drake kissing that 17 year old girl on stage I did not even look at that. I said, now when it came out that he was texting little Miss Stranger Things, yeah. what did we say? I got my eye on that nigga Drake yeah. because like some, a grown man texting a little girl, something is wrong. I don't give a damn. Friend, I know, friends for what? Y'all ain't no friends. That's a grown ass man. And now this old, it's old, it's from 2010, Mm -hmm. but a 17 year old girl coming up on stage and you kissing her and all this. And then she tells you 17 and you be like, okay, let me not get in trouble. I just, I like the way your body feel on me or whatever. And then give her another kiss. Like I'm grossed out. I did. I refuse to. I'm grossed out my nigga. And I just want, I I can do it. I'm not saying that Drake is a predator. I'm saying I got my eye on that nigga. I don't like it. And this new news 
don't have me taking my eye off that nigga. That's what I'm saying about Drake. Gotta be careful here. I'm, because I will not, like, I will not do it. We rapidly approach in the point with Drake where it's like, okay, you have to go, you're gonna have to start answering for some of this. You're gonna have to start answering for it because what I will not do is let, in my grown ass, like right now, me at 36 years of age, I'm not gonna sit up here and play niggas' music that I know right. are taking advantage of little girls. That's I'm true. just not gonna do it. The world is just such. Uh, it's just trash but again i feel like this these conversations these revelations they are happening for a reason r kelly doesn't even realize that he's a catalyst for something that could do a lot of good if y'all would shut the fuck up and act like you got some goddamn sense yes because look if it comes out that drake has slept with underage girls raped underage girls please jesus as much as i love nice for what I and I love it. That is an anthem. I definitely like a bop for my soul. I definitely like more Drake music. Than, do I like more Drake music? Than R- I'm sure I, I like definitely more, like more Drake, Drake music than. than and I used to really like R. Kelly's music, but in 2019, I'm definitely playing more Drake. Or I'm not playing any R. Kelly at all. Yeah, but know. there's just more Drake music. Like he's just more current. Yeah. Which is another reason why some of this is finally starting to stick against R. Kelly because he's not at the height of his career anymore. He's an old ass man Great now. Point. So, and that's why it will be harder if Drake or anybody else coming up now is a predator. You really never know, my nigga. You like, never know. Look at Salim Akio. That's why you got to keep your eyes open. Like Mariah Rocker kills Yeah. Him? And that whole show got canceled because of the allegations that came out. All those people Ciao. who no longer have a job. Ciao. They everywhere. And I don't mind. I will give up nice for what? I will. It's a great song, but it's not worth little girls being taken advantage of. That's just the message I want to leave y'all with. Drake, I'm a huge fan. I just cleared up. I don't like it. I don't. I really don't. I do not like it, nigga. I do not like it. Something not right. He was, ugh. I just, oh (sighs) my God. Oh God. We shall see what happens in the coming weeks, but. That wraps up this week's very long episode of The Read. Check us out. I mean, last week you got 15 minutes, you know, so. <laughs> oh, hey. the supercut of the. And hot you tops. almost got nothing, <laughs> to be quite honest. Apparently, somebody. Somebody idea. asked for it, yeah. I thought that was a cute idea. And Dwayne though. put it together real quick because I was like, who gonna do that? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even in the state. No, anyway, at social, this is The Read. This is The Read.com. Um, what, what announcements do we have? We have a six-year anniversary. Wow. If the read was a baby, it would be in school. Wow. It would be like having full conversations. It could read. Read, run, probably ride a bike. God, it would probably be bad as hell. Oh, it would be the worst. <laughs> she would get good grades, though. Good grades, but yeah. constantly gets an excessive talking. Yes, that's it. <laughs> If the read was she in school, that girl's talking just, on all of her shit. She got an A, one, <laughs> D for conduct. <laughs> you know, oh, she your read, she she's, just, she's a very bright girl, but she's just, she talks Smart so much. Girl. I just can't get her to leave her friends. She's, she's always talking to her friends. She's always cussing out the white students. She just and, won't. So, yeah. Um, is everything all right at the home? <laughs> there are still some tickets available at thereadlive.com for our anniversary show in February. See you guys there. And what else? Um, I don't know. Happy 2019 to you guys. And go do something nice for yourself and somebody nice in your life. 
Um, I feel like I had an acronym. Oh, okay. I love acronyms. But did you forget it? Slipped <laughs> my mind. Oh man. So instead, I will just say to all of you, welcome to a new year, and uh, don't get all hyped up in the idea that you have to be some completely new person this year. Just do your best. Try and learn something new. Yeah. Get in tune with your spirit. Try new things. If you have a passion project, now's the time. You know, the world could literally, maybe next time the the sky lights up, (laughs) Jesus really will be here. So go and try that thing that you wanted to try so bad you keep putting it off because you're scared. You don't want to say, man, I never started my Beanie Baby collection. And now Jesus is back. It's too late. (laughs) Who knows if there are Beanie Babies in heaven or wherever it is you might go. So, you know, that's it. All right, you guys, we will see y'all next week. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.